Good news. It's mid-February. Don't look now, but Disney hasn't canceled, canceled us yet. So we're, we're still good. All right. I mean... So far. Margarita's all around. You never know. <laughs> They're always watching. We'll talk about it this week. On Top 5 for Fighting. All right. <laughs> we're going to talk about it this week on Top 5 for Fighting. Dozens and dozens of years. Decades of years. Decades, decades of years. De- That's... First of all, first of all... Give... Spoilers. Okay? We are, oh, we yeah, are yeah. going to talk about spoilers That would have been a huge dick if, move. Get the Charmin. Greg's going <laughs> to shit on something. <laughs> Tell For you this. what's going on. There's a bunch of monkeys looking like they're fucking a coconut. Literally. Anything in the goddamn fridge. Two hours later, you've got a Haitian mudslide going on, and then it's just... You're like, why did I do this? Here we go. I, He's I got really, that look on his face. Really like he's getting ready to punch a this, baby. Yeah, this this movie was a bag of dicks for me. He used to run through the house, <laughs> hauling nothing ass, but underwear, hauling naked too. His underwear, hauling ass. I'm gonna have me some fun. I'm gonna have me some fun. Hi everybody. Uh, we did not. Uh, Welcome back. Yeah. Thanks, man. Happy birthday. Thanks, buddy. You too. Birthday boy, you. Had a pretty good birthday. Can't can't complain. As you should have. My wife took care of me and... No, not like that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about that. No, she, she got me something actually really cool. She bought me... She bought me this. What the hell? It's... It's something that I didn't even know what it, it existed. It's hard to see because of the glare right now. It's Disney a, money? It's a Disney dollar. Here, let me hold it up. And Disney do- well, Greg, not to correct you, sir, but it looks like $5. It is five Disney dollars, and that's because five do- the $5 bill has Goofy on it because Mickey's on the one. Um, I didn't even know they existed. It's kind of um, neat. You used to be able to go to Disney World, and you would buy those, and that's what you would use to pay for stuff in the park. Uh, apparently... They're not cheap, and they're not easy to get their hands on, and she got her hands on one that has never been circulated. Wow. Which is pretty solid. So I got to get a I got to get a uh, a frame for that. But I got to take a picture of this bad boy. Yeah, that w- I mean, and Ash goes, oh, yeah, I remember these. I used to have a ton of these. And I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I remember the coupon books where you had to pull the coupons out for the rides, but I don't remember, I don't remember di- the Disney dollars. It's cool but looking. It's really cool. Well, I, like I mean. how it's sealed in this hard plastic, and it's, I mean, it's, it's. It's very. You can tell it's a collector's thing. From from looking around the room, you can see a handful of goofy things. A little bit. Yeah. So. I mean, if it fits, it fits. If well, it was my nickname <laughs> for a long time. So, so yeah, uh, that she got me that, and uh, obviously the next day after that, which was the fourteenth, we went to Vegas. We were out there for a week, and pretty neat. <sighs> it is ironic though, because you, you know why Mickey and Minnie got divorced, right? Because she was because she was she was fucking goofy. goofy yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. It's old, but it's always it's good. it's 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 a, it's classic. It's, it's a classic. They stand up. Yep. Went out to Vegas and um, I mean it's Vegas. Gambled and drank and lost. ate. Huh? You didn't get lost. End up on the roof. Nope. Nope. Fortunately, didn't get lost or end up on the roof. And uh, good for you, sir. I did have trouble finding my way back to the room one night. Not as bad as friend of the show James Thompson told me he walked all the way down the wrong hall the wrong way one night. <laughs> If at one point you're not struggling to find your room, you're not doing it right. You know, uh, because of the weight thing. You're just not trying. Yeah. I, I, fair. 
because of the weight thing, I didn't go crazy this time. I tried to monitor my drinking. I mean, I'm having a little bit of problem with the gallbladder, so it causes some pain. So I didn't, I didn't go crazy as far as like alcohol and food when I. But you I, did treat yourself. Oh yeah, I had okay. what I wanted, but it wasn't like every time I turned around, I wasn't shoving a cookie in my mouth. Fair enough. I did pretty good. I only gained two pounds while I was out there, so I can't <laughs> complain. So and I, and I did what I wanted to do. Two pounds. That's a good that's, shit. Yeah, on, on that's a normal day. That's nothing, right? <laughs> so one night. Um, James likes to play blackjack, and Susan does not. So we went down to the blackjack tables one evening after we all went back. We got back from dinner. Jacob and Vinny were off doing some stuff, and Susan wanted to soak in the tub because we don't have a tub, a soaker tub here for her. So she wanted to take not advantage of it. Not many houses do these yep. days, which makes no sense to me. It, yeah, it doesn't. And uh, we went down to the blackjack tables, and we had just had dinner, and we'd been drinking all day. And if you know what Fat Tuesdays are, do you know what Fat Tuesdays are? Oh, yeah. Uh, Vinny ran into those, and every time we found one, we called them fat asses or fat boys because yeah. Vinny called them fat boys. But every time we came across one, we we'd get you know we get some. And I don't do the extra shots because I don't do well with liquor. But Vinny's like, yeah, I'll pay for the extra shot. The girl must have put a, a four inch shot of one fifty one in the bottle of bottom of his drink. It was it was crazy. Yeah, speaking of which, there you go. And. Uh, <sighs> We, we, we had two or three of those as we were walking the whole strip. And I don't we know go why back. I felt right to just to take a sip of, of that. Of course it did. But I just did. We go back to the hotel. We, you know, blah, blah, blah. We go down. Uh-oh. Technical dickafulties. It was just one shot. It was just one shot. Yeah, you're all fucked up now. Fuck we, sit down, we sit down at the table, and the, the waitress, she must have hit the damn table three times in 10 minutes. Hammered. Yeah, I'm like, I'll have a Stella. I'll have a Stella. I'll have a Stella. Stella Artois. Oh, yeah. Well, I like IPAs, but it's hard to find the IPAs out there. Yeah, I think you right. can get a Goose Island, but also they mess my stomach up a little bit more than Stella does. Does and anybody really like IPAs? Like, yes. the IPAs do not taste good. I think they taste great. Are you serious? Absolutely. I, lo- I, love, the ho- I love the hoppiness of them. I'll drink them. I just think they taste I, like motor oil. I, I love them. I think they're fantastic. They're efficient. They, or they're super efficient. Oh. If you want to be efficient, get a double IPA. Whoa. But but I, I like the way they taste. Okay. But after the third one, in like 10 minutes, after having dinner and everything, I was like, ooh. And I'm sitting at the table. I'm like, you know what? Um, we have to find just, and get our hands on some like, Stone Cold IPA. Yes. Stone Cold. I think we can order some. I think you can order broken, them from Texas. Broken Skull IPA. You know what? I got a buddy. I got just a buddy. Just because. I got a buddy who's in the Marine Corps with who lives in Texas. I'll send him a message, see if, he, see if I can send him some money. Just so we can take drinks and go, what? Yeah. What? So I had I had diet cokes the rest of that night. Other nice. than that, other than that, I didn't get too tipsy or messed up or anything. But I mean, it was dude. It's been, it's been five days in Vegas. How does it get any better than that? Good for you, man. Can't complain. Hey, yeah. You know what? Good for you. Good, Good for, for us. you. Happy for you. Yeah. Thanks, Deserved. man. Thank as you. As hard as you work, you deserve it. Yeah. Um, I'm right back at it. So this week, I just you know I didn't want to ease into the week. I figured I would just book a guest and and we just get after it and Fair have enough. a have a fun in depth episode because we have um a guest coming up from a comic book company of all of all of all things who the hell thought we would have ever wanted to talk to a comic book guy well i am pleased to report that this is all as a result of talking to darren mccarty oh yeah because he is involved and we'll save all that we'll we'll let him explain it so i'll let him know that um we'll send him the invite we'll get him in here and and so so start talking about should i release some breaking news then Breaking news? Yeah. Yeah. Just, ha- just happened for us a couple hours ago. We're going to let you guys know. For all of you that happen to be Detroit Red Wing fans or hockey fans or Darren McCarty fans, it looks like we will be having a monthly spot with Mr. McCarty every month. Here, here's the gonna... best part. His idea. Yeah. His yeah. idea. 
I was not knocking this door down like a stalker, begging him to do it. Like this was all his idea. Hey, hey, it, it was. I, I told him, "You think you're falling again?" That's all right. Yeah, here, there we go. There. So what we did was, I did the professional thing, which I hardly ever do, and I sent him a thank you email. Hey, we everybody here really appreciates you taking the time to hang out with us schlubs and. It was an honor to talk to you, and um, Schlubs. if you, uh, you know, if you've ever got anything that you want to pitch or promote or talk, come on the show. As I told him, I told him we don't have a large base, but we've got a loyal base, and most of them are based up in your area, neck of the woods. And he replied back, "You guys should figure out a schedule. I can come on once a month or every six weeks, and I can talk people down off the ledge." And Darren McCarty said to Mike and I, "It's not how many, it's who." Love it, right? Good dude. It's solid dude. It's. It's refreshing. So the first thing I'm going to ask him when we talk to him again next time is, Mr. McCarty, where the fuck can I get a McCarty jersey? Yeah. Well, if I got to send you the money, I will send you the money. <laughs> There's a reason Greg is saying that, because I've been trying for months to find a Darren McCarty jersey, and you just can't find him. And you can't create it. You can get a 25, but you can't put a name on the back. You can get a 25, but you can't put the name on the back because of you know rights issues and all that stupid crap. But anyway... We'll, we'll figure that out at a later date. So, um, did you already send the invite out? I have not, but I will. Shoot that over there. So, Darren is, a, well, you know what? I'll just save it. I'll just let him explain the whole thing. There's a, the guy that we're going to have on, his name is Dominic. He runs a comic book company. Sending now. Perfect. Um, that McCarty's involved with. And after we talked to him, you know, I talked to Darren and stuff. And I said, hey, you know, he posted a video on Twitter Wearing the jersey of one of the teams in this comic book, um, I'll just call it the bucket verse. I mean, why not, right? Right, absolutely. There's team owners, and again, I'll, I'll let Dominic explain it all much better than I can. But hockey in the in the comic book, I mean, it, it's awesome. In the team owners, which you're gonna love, because the, there's team owners in the comic book storylines that are professional athletes which is pretty cool. So hooked up with him, sent him a text, ended up talking to him on the phone for another good half an hour and kind of worked it out, and he's going to come on. He already put us on their website that they were he was going to be appearing tonight. So, I mean, I thought that was really cool. I mean, he did that shit quick, like super quick. Yeah. So well, I, I thought it was really cool. He must have some marketing savvy and not have a day job. <laughs> cool website messbucketcomics.com it, it is i got questions i got to ask him cuz i don't think i completely understand it but uh, yep i well, mean dude they got a Roddy Roddy Piper comic for Christ's sake i mean how does it get any better than that dude Roddy Piper's an owner of one of the teams in the comic book in uh, like, like i said I'll, now is that the Donnie Brooks the Donnie Brook one correct okay yeah the the name of the comic book is called Donnie Brook and i think they've they have two issues out they're working toward the third right now it looked like the two issues were collections it looked like they were like um you know, like the big Walking Dead compendiums they have. Yeah. It being a cult. so we're gonna I'm gonna have to ask him that. I did send it. Hopefully, he got it. Yep. Um, and it's funny because with comics, I tried the collecting on Wednesdays. They're too short for me. I, I I'm a trade paperback guy. I like the to be able to read a hundred and some pages at once. <laughs> read comic books. Here we go. All right. So is he on? He's been admitted. Right on. Not like us to the psychiatric ward. He's been admitted to our room. Not yet. I've, I've been dodging the white coats. Right? For years. I've got, you know something I learned a couple months ago? Do you know that all handcuffs take the same key? Did yeah. you know that? Yeah. 
I got to get a piece of the, I got to get one of those stored so that when they do lock me up, I got the backup. You know what I mean? You just need a bobby pin. That's all you need. Bobby pin? Or you see Con Air, just put a safety pin in your skin and pull that out. (laughs) You're good to go. That stuff works. I thought I let him in. Totally works. I think I let him in. You think? I hope. I guess we'll find out. We'll see what happens. If not, I'll tell the story myself. No, we'll get him in here. Well, the last time, the last time we did this, I fucked everything up. I forgot to push like six buttons. Growing and pains, man. Had to, had to. Ugh. Baby steps. It just happened to be with an NHL player, but yeah, that's all. Just we'll, an we'll, NHL player. We'll figure it out. I, I, I don't know. I guess. Dude, <laughs> sitting here looking at myself, I look like a fucking goober. That's what I look like. Not really. I know. I hit admit. I know. I did. It says three participants. Maybe he just has to accept it. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, it says he's. Oh, it says he's joining. Oh, perfect. It says joining. So yeah, it's actually the the idea that they have for this whole comic book is pretty cool. Okay. I'm like you. I'm excited to talk to him about, learn more about it, and see um, where it's. I'm gonna have to get on there and order them. The the books are only five bucks. Would it look? You can like get on digital copies too. You. They got autographed copies. I mean, he's got a pretty in depth website with. Uh, at autographed editions, um, jerseys. Now, is there a certain space to, on the website to go to get that stuff? Store. Because I, the store. Yep. Eh, eh, that probably the one thing. And they even have it broken down. Jerseys, comics, um, they, they have all that stuff, which is pretty cool. And their jerseys are sweet. They are. Now, while we're waiting on them to join, yeah. Um, do you recognize what the team names mean? Um, or are they just like something that they made up? Eh, do, do, you can recognize them, you know, because... Darren obviously said that he was in the cannabis business up there since it's totally legal. Um, the name of his team is the Barnaby Blazers, and it's got like a lumberjack smoking a joint on the front. I saw that. That's pretty badass. Green Colors are green and white. I mean, the, the jersey itself is fantastic. The, the designs that they have are really cool. The Roddy Piper one has plaid, you know, like the kilt. Yep. Um, very well thought out, very well executed. I mean, it, it's it's really cool. Haven't seen anything in the comics yet, as far as any. I, I mean, you, you, you can look at some of them, but I don't want to spoil it. Like when I get them, I want to be able to read them and have it all brand new. But uh oh, is he in? Hello, hello, Dominic. Oh. There he is. How's it going? Hey, buddy. Hey, how, how are you, you doing? Thanks, Good. Th- thanks for taking the time to hang out with us today. We we're just kind of pumping you up and kind of giving a little bit of bra- background because I don't want to steal your old thunder. But we've uh, been talking about you for like two and a half hours. Yeah. No. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no pressure whatsoever. All right. <laughs> Dom, I'm Greg. It's Dom, nice to meet good. you. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time out to hang out with us. We appreciate it. Thank you guys. I, I, this is uh, this is great. I look for uh, creative outlets and things to do during the pandemic so that. I don't go crazy, and I'm sure it's the same for you guys. Wait a minute. You told him we were creative? (laughs) Shh. shh, Don't blow it, man. Well, (laughs) this is an escape for you guys, right? It's got to be. I mean, (laughs) during a pandemic, I mean, hockey, comics, and wrestling. Uh, If you can come up with three better things together, (laughs) I I mean, I'm all ears. Yeah, that's about all I've got left at this point. (laughs) I love it. Those are my three favorite things. So, um. I mean, so, I mean, yeah, I've kind of been teasing it long enough. I mean, just t- tell us about mess, book co- mess Bucket Comics, but the first, you have to start at square one because this was when, okay. you, when I talked to you on the phone uh, for a little while. The story of how you got the name for Mess Bucket is fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. 
Yeah, so Mess Bucket Comics, um, when, when I started the company, I was really, uh, as Darren would tell you, I'm just not good at naming things. I don't know why. I can write a 100-page script, but I can't come up with the names of the characters. So I'm trying to come up with the name of my company. Right. And I'm out there for uh, a drop-in skate in the Detroit area here. And uh, I'm out going on the next shift, and this guy's like, hey, check out that guy's mess bucket out there. I'm like, what are you, huh? What are you talking about? What, what, what is that? Right. And he's like, you guys, that, that guy, he's wearing uh, Messier's old old bucket there. It's the, it's look at that wind well with that uh, Ugly. drive-in. Ugly. <laughs> drive, yeah, it was horrible. I'm like, oh, my God, that is his old bucket. I'm like, mess bucket. Ah, oh, interesting. And I'm driving home. I'm like, mess bucket comics. It has to be. Perfect. It has to be the name of the company. That's brilliant. Spur of the moment. That, <laughs> yeah. That's one thing that I'll say that I love about hockey. There, It's almost its own language. Yes. The terms, the slang. Um, it's almost its own language? It, 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 it really is. I was telling Darren, we're huge, huge, massive Letterkenny fans. And yeah. hockey fans specifically, when you watch that show, understand everything, which is great. <laughs> well, let's not go nuts there. Because uh, full disclosure, Mike's from Michigan. My father's okay. from Michigan, but I'm born and bred, have lived in Florida, in Tampa my whole life, with the exception of my time in the military. So okay. even though I liked hockey, I didn't have a hardcore ability to watch hockey until, you know, 15 years ago-ish, when right just before the strike, the first strike where ESPN right. had the big contract and they cut them. I start watching Letikitty, and I'm like, hold on, pause, getting out of a dictionary. What the fuck <laughs> does that mean? Mike, what's this mean? <laughs> That's the only way I can figure it out. So good. But now I got you know, the lingo down. Did you guys um, uh, and Letter Kenny? You know, can you swear on the podcast? Here? Absolutely, oh, let it rip. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the uh, the coach the, uh, of the fucking the player, the hockey players. So bad. <laughs> so bad. I mean, that is the most. And when he kicks the garbage cans, it's ev- I mean, it's excellent. It's every hockey coach I've ever had has done though has said those words and kicked the garbage can. And then I I was like uh, assistant coach for. Uh, triple-A peewee team here one year, and I it's like I didn't even have to think about it. I said, this is fucking embarrassing. I kicked the garbage can. Reflex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he deserved uh, an Emmy for his, his his role in the one on the golf course with the, with the, with the gooses. That, oh. He was incredible in that episode. They all were. To me, he's the most <laughs> mentally challenged person on that. Like, it's just dis- He's just a disturbed individual, oh, but... God. He's right. un- he's uncomfortably funny. That's the best way to describe it. In the newest season, the one that just dropped season yeah. nine, I think it was, they had the one episode where he would not stop talking about his vacations with his wife. Yes. And then the sex. <laughs> I was like, um... It's uncomfortable. That's, the, best, that's the only word I can come up with. forward through that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those hockey coaches, it's hard to believe that they can function anywhere else in society. Like, wait, would you play for them? Like, what? Like, you're like, this guy is unreal. We had a coach. You got the the board, the dry erase board with the rink on it, you know? And he's so mad, he breaks it in half and is yelling at us. But then he still tries to use the same broken board to show us. Just try and salvage anything out of it. Well, he's a hockey coach. He's not rich. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, so you come up with Mess Bucket Comics, which is amazing. Where... Where did this idea, like, what spurned this idea, which to me is genius because, one, it's, it involves hockey, but, like, this is a great idea. How did you come up with it? 
with uh, Donnie Brook. Yeah, yeah. The the whole uh, I I was joking with Greg earlier. I've already deemed it the bucket verse. <laughs> okay, so I'm stealing that. You, I'm hey, giving you credit. You can I'm use that. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So all right. Well, we'll start at the beginning. So I started off. Um, so when I when I named the company, I knew I wanted to do hockey comics down the line a little bit right but i had this other giant you know big story called the arcane awakening yes and i do want to get into that as well yes nice and i have questions about that one so okay yeah so these were the first three books i did the arcane awakening okay x-men means supernatural kind of feel to the story right one last battle between heaven and hell winner takes earth and so if there's a battle in a country and whoever wins the battle now owns the country for okay. heaven or hell. So there's a popular character. There's a big bust of a character on my um, on my table at conventions. Ravagers, big red demon. Yes. Uh, as he consumes people, the bigger and stronger he gets, inspired by my ex-girlfriend. And then uh, the popular good guy well is Mojo. Done. Well done. <laughs> Mojo is a descendant of Jim Morrison. He drinks whiskey and speaks in all Doors lyrics. So <laughs> we have our, our trilogy. It's, uh, Hold on. I got I to gotta back away from the camera until this thing goes down a little bit. Hold on. <laughs> That's See, now I've got to read this too. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. <laughs> well, thanks. Yeah. So that was kind of, you know, how I got into it. I wanted to make sure that I knew what I was doing. And, uh, if I, if I, and it was very rewarding to be able to go into another state even in our country sometimes with, with my books that nobody knows about sure and interested in buying them so then i was like okay now i've got a, a base of people a fan base and now maybe i can start telling my hockey stories and uh that led to donnie brook right which i have here we got donnie brook one and two which i will be ordering soon all right today yes. i'll be ordering them today <laughs> so these this started off donnie brook one where I had all these hockey stories. And I only played like a year of junior hockey, not even, I think, less than a year before I went off and played football. But uh, when I was playing hockey, hockey was my sport coming through. I played since I was eight mm-hmm. in the Detroit area, and you know, AAA and juniors and stuff like that. But uh, there, you can't – you can compare a football player and a basketball player, and a, a football, a basketball, and baseball. They're athletes, and they're kind of under the same umbrella, however you view them. But then there's a hockey player, and they're an anomaly. They're, they're just so much different. I don't know. I don't know if it's because of the Canadians, if, if that's why they're a disaster. It's, <laughs> but it's there's the personalities are so bizarre, right? And they take things just, and, and it's so much fun. And I wanted to take those stories and uh, you know put them. And because I tell these stories and people love them, I'm like, what am I going to do with these? And so I decided to come up with this fictional minor league uh, hockey team and hockey league. Amazing. And I was going to take, so I start off with my stories. I only have so many. Right. And when I met this guy, when I met Darren McCarty through my charity hockey event, um, I pitched to him, hey, how would you like to be, he's a four-time Stanley Cup champion. How would you like an opportunity at a fifth title? (laughs) So if you. (laughs) Nice. if you own a team, one of these fictional teams in the comic book, you know, you got a chance to win another championship as the owner. So, and he loved that. And I could adapt some of his stories and some other professional players who I've talked with, who I'm going to adapt their stories and weave them into the storyline. So what's super cool. So, so I'm going to take a guess at what Darren said when Dom pitched that to him. Yeah. Dom said, how would you like the chance to win a fifth, fifth cup? 
Marty or, or Darren went, I'd rather have a piece of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was going to guess yes, but I have to be a player coach. Uh, fair. <laughs> we were super lucky to get to interview him a couple weeks ago and got turned on to you by him following his Twitter and everything. And I never have met somebody like, I mean, his name's on the Stanley Cup four times. And this guy right. is just like anybody else I've ever met. And I was really impressed. So it's, we were like, well, if he's a friend, of you, if you're a friend of his, geez, you got to be just as cool. So there it is. <laughs> well, thanks. I don't know if I'm as cool, but I, I do know him. And I, he is very down to earth. Absolutely. And uh, he's, he's a hard worker. And uh, he's just been um, pro mess bucket this, this whole time. And I can't thank him enough. That's yeah, cool. it's it's awesome. So you have so go ahead and share the the team names and who the owners are because I didn't want to spoil your I I brought up the Darren McCarty one but right. go ahead and share the genius that are these other teams and who owns them <laughs> genius that's the first time someone's used that okay uh, I'll use it every so, time <laughs> the Mass Bucket Comics owns the Michigan Massacre yeah. okay their team they have um you remember in the in the nineties. In the early 2000s with the Red Wings run, they, I guess it was just the early 90s when they had that big octopus come down and Joe oh, yeah. Lewis. Yeah, the octopus. They, they've got, you know, a player entrance that comes down. The players come out of the, the old Winwell helmet. So that's their big entrance for the, uh, the warm up. So that was the first team. There's a team, um, the Ohio Thrill. They're out of Sandusky. They have the roller coasters. That's, that was kind of named after my men's league team, the Cedar Point Carp, that I've, I had for like 12 years. Nice. <laughs> um, Darren's team. Now, when I ask Darren, I'm like, you can name, you can take whatever colors you want for this team. They can be from whatever city you want, uh, whatever logo. And he literally he, he just thought about it, scratched his head, and then wrote it down. It took him all of two minutes. That's a, that's I'm like, well, you don't have to give it to me now. He's like, he's like, I'm gonna give it to you now. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> like just and he it. came up with the uh, Burnaby Blazers, Stone Lumberjacks from Western Canada. <laughs> so, um, they, yeah. So there's that. We have. I think the next team to come along was the Hell's Kitchen Heathens. Very cool Brian, jersey. <laughs> Brian O'Halloran's team. Um, He's uh, he plays Dante from the movie Clerks, which we have, I just have to say um, I just watched Clerks two on Sunday night. Um, also, a huge Kevin Smith nerd, all the movies, oh, yeah. uh, but both both of us are are big fans of all all the movies and all that stuff. So when when I saw that O'Halloran was involved with this, I'm like, oh my god! Like this guy's pulling all the coolest people in the world. <laughs> well done. Thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, so he, he O'Halloran's been great. He's a big hockey fan, right? Um, then we have, I'm sorry, O'Halloran's team was third. Or no, it was the net, the team after Darren's team was the Lynchburg Moonshiners. Great. Which is owned by uh, former Major League B- Baseball All-Star and Detroit Tiger, Brandon Inge. Uh, that was hilarious how that whole thing came about. Nice. Who has the deepest home run I've ever seen in person? Dead center, oh. dead center Comerica, third tier up in the grass. Really? Moonshot. Okay. Uh, in person, I've never seen a deeper home run in my life by a smaller human being. <laughs> so it was Brandon was dropping the puck at my uh, charity hockey event for the alumni Red Wings game. And him and Darren kind of knew each other from back in the day. And uh, uh, Bra- uh, Brandon Inge told me he's a big hockey fan. That's why he wanted to do it. Like he, that's actually his favorite sport. Right. But uh, 
he was and Darren's making fun of him for being from Lynchburg, Virginia. He's like, yeah, you know, his family were moonshine runners, blah blah blah. And then and then uh probably right. Yeah. I think I think Darren goes, his team should be the Lynchburg Moonshiners. <laughs> like, all right. And Brandon's like, I, I think that's what we're gonna go with. And it all that all happened about a minute and right. a half. <laughs> And the final team we have right now is the Kilted Avengers owned by Rowdy Roddy Piper. Incredible. <laughs> Thank you. So Rowdy's going to be alive in this universe and uh, an owner of the team, and he's going to have the same uh, characteristics that we love from his character and WWE and WCW. And we have about two, two or three more slots open where I'm still looking. I want to get actual hockey fans hmm. as a, uh, and celebrities as owners of the team. Oh well, celebrities, you already lost me. Shit, because I was because <laughs> I was going to say the Florida Slewfoots were looking to get into a league somewhere. Just saying, Florida Slewfoots. <laughs> I can't. That logo has got to be great that you had. I mean, <laughs> give me five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So those are the teams, and uh, we've got two issues. And so the way we do it, um, season one, book one. Mm-hmm. So. Throughout the season, like they're still in the regular season, then you have playoffs and we have a champion at the end, right? So whoever the champion is going to be, you're going to get a ring. You might do a banner raising ceremony somewhere. And, uh, awesome. and Darren's like, let's just, who cares if there's 10 people? We'll have the parade out in front of my house. <laughs> that And you need to stream it. Yeah, oh, for sure. I mean, you, absolutely, sure. Need, have- you absolutely need, need to stream that. Right. And I, I just want all the owners and everyone to know I do take payoffs. I admit it. I, I, I'm fine. I'll so throw it's games. just like it's just like wrestling. It's, Whoever bids the highest. No, it's just like Gary right. Bettman. He's a real life right. Gary Bettman in a <laughs> hockey universe in a comic no, book. No, because Gary Bettman doesn't give everybody equal opportunity to pay him off. And you don't have a Chicago team. So, yeah, yeah. Chicago. Chicago get gets half price. Right. It's, 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 right. it's two to one, sometimes three to one for Chicago. Yeah, clearly. Uh, I am not hiding it. I am not hiding it. My pockets are open. We're both huge, huge (laughs) Chicago fans too. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I I mean, I I grew up there as well, Dominic. I fuck Chicago all day. I I can't stand them. I I mean, great rivalry, but ever since that, um, I don't even know what call it the travesty that happened in the lottery a couple years ago, um, which now seems to happen every year. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah screw yeah. Chicago I, and Batman all the way. In fact, you should make yeah. Batman a villain in your comic books. Well, it also sh- it also doesn't hurt that uh, Mike and I both met uh, at one of the worst jobs any people could ever have, and ended up working for a guy who was a mutual acquaintance acquaintance who's one of the worst people that I've ever worked for. And all he could talk about was how great Chicago was. It just it fits. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. It'd be like it'd yeah. be like uh, not liking Ohio, but then finding out that your ex wife was from Ohio. So it just you know. <laughs> It's like just a punch in the dick, just three or four more times for you. <laughs> in fact, everybody from Michigan were raised to not like Ohio, but Cedar Point, which is every, all of our home away from home in the summer, right? We don't consider that Ohio territory because it's an island. <laughs> right. Well, when you go there, people know how to right? read. Am right. I right, Dominic? I mean, it's it's not part of Ohio. You have to go over the causeway to get there. It's not part of land of Ohio. But that's what gives it away. Is right. when you get to Cedar Point, everybody knows how to read and write, so you know you're not in Ohio. And the air smells better, so it makes sense. <laughs> Very true. I agree. We don't pull any punches. He knows. (laughs) Um, Okay, so question on Roddy Roddy Piper's team. 
Did you have any, or was there any problem with naming it using his likeness? Did you have to go through anything to be able to do that or no? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I have full approval from the Piper estate. I mean, I've, uh, how tough was that? Well, it wasn't, it wasn't tough because we made a Rowdy Roddy Piper comic book, it, uh, can't the wait. Kilted Avenger. So can't this wait. is Roddy is a talk show host by day, vigilante by night. Okay. So I don't think that's too far from the truth. If you want to get right down to it. <laughs> yeah. So we, we did a, a, a book. This came out, um, middle of 2020. Okay. And, uh, we so had still relatively new. And, and so I was like, Hey, and I guess you, Roddy was a, a, a hockey fan. And I was talking to the estate. I was like, I would love it if there's like a little bit of a crossover and Roddy owns a team and I could keep going. And they're like, absolutely, keep it going. So, yeah, we've uh, normally, to answer your question, yes, that would be incredibly difficult to do legally. Right. <laughs> well, it's. I guess it's a good thing you got to deal with them rather than the WWE, because I'm sure they would say, hell no, or you got to pay us a ridiculous amount of money. I mean, it's... Right. You, you just... I, I, I'm assuming, by the way, I don't know. I'm just assuming that they would be much, de- much tougher to deal with. Yeah, I wouldn't even get a swing at the ball with right. them. You know? Yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> yeah, agreed. I mean, good on them for, for letting you do that, because growing up, my earliest wrestling memory was Rowdy smacking Snooker with a coconut and making me yeah. ball like they just canceled Christmas. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was a young kid bawling because Rowdy sm- busted that coconut over Snooker's head. Yeah, well, when we were right. when we were little kids, though, we didn't really understand the concept of pro wrestling either. And yeah. we, we, you know what I mean. And I'm not I'm not talking derogatory about it. It's it's not fake, but we 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 get it. It's scripted and things like that. So you're watching it like when I was 12 or 13, I couldn't stand Rowdy Roddy. I hated him. You know right. why? Because he always beat Hulk. He and, was my and Hulk, first. Yeah, and first Hulk was every legitimate villain. Hulk was every kid's hero, especially when he showed up right. with Mr. T. Yeah, and then you're like, "Damn it, Rowdy won again! The son of a bitch cheated! You hated him." But then, as you grow older and you go back and you watch that stuff, you see the genius of of what he was and who he was, and right. and then you get to watch his movies and you just love the guy even Absolute, more. Yeah, it's, and uh, um, I was telling Mike just the other night, my cousin and I were were sitting in the in the living room watching uh, TV and drinking beers, and eating pizza, and we were running through Sunny in Philadelphia episodes. And we watched the episode Wrestling for Her- the Heroes, and yeah. he, he was just amazing in it. He, I just, I, I really love the guy. It's, it's a, it's a damn shame he's gone. The maniac. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. I couldn't agree more. Roddy is. Uh, he was the first, like you said. I mean, I, I was at WrestleMania three, wow. where that was uh, Hogan Andre. We had the worst seats. I don't think anybody had worse seats than us. I could touch the top of the Silverdome. Right. But you were there. Um, but you were there. You were there. Yeah. Brother. But uh, <laughs> I was at three and, tw- three and 23. Wow. Uh, the two Detroit ones. But uh, Roddy was the first guy where he was, it was a heel like you guys were talking about, but I thought he was cool still. All the other ones I just hated because they were the bad guy. Yeah, exactly. But that, you know, and I was like, wait a minute, there's something different. This is a, this guy, he's not so bad. He's kind of cool. Right. It's misunderstood. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. He was stone cold before stone cold was even a thought. <laughs> yeah, Good call. He was yeah. the, he was the original one, but um that's a, so obviously you're a huge comic book fan. What was what was your first like what hooked you into this in into liking comic books? Like what was your first comic book if you if you remember? 
Oh yeah, I remember. Um, so the guy that lived across the street from me, Carl, uh, he, he was a, a big time collector. He had just long boxes all day long. Yeah. And he's kind of given me the growing up. He lived across the street from me when I was, I don't know, third grade, something like that. And he was like showing me, he's like, here, there's this character and kind of telling me how everything works. And then I'm grabbing the book and he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Wipe your, your greasy fingers off and then hold it like this. Oh yeah. So he's teaching me, you know, all all the etiquette and everything. And I ran through his, uh, his run he had on the flash, the Wally West flash. And I was there. I thought I was there for reading book after book. I thought I was there for like 15 minutes. Next thing you know, like he forgot I was still in his room. The family left and went to the grocery store and did all these errands, came back. I'm still in the room reading comic books. And then like three, four hours have gone by. My parents don't know where I am. So we got a real life home alone situation going on. (laughs) And I came back when I was like, where the hell were you? I was like, I was reading comics. He's like, yeah, right. Where were you? That and is, I was like, do you want me to make something up? I, this, that's where I was. That's awesome. <laughs> that is fantastic. I'm relatively new to it. Like Greg was saying, when we worked together, um, I didn't collect him as a kid. I mean, I knew who the characters were, obviously, but you know, we worked with a guy who was our supervisor at the time. And comics, they started getting big. Like It was before the first Iron Man movie. It was before the MCU really blew up. And I'm mm. like, what do you got that I would like? And it, literally, he says to me, well, you're you're a pretty big smart ass. So I'm going to bring you in some Deadpool to read. And it, it that was it. Pretty, that pretty, was pretty big is the biggest understatement I've ever heard in my life. When it comes <laughs> when to talk about Mike being a smart ass, that was, uh, <laughs> I instantly, I, you know, now I've got two, two of those long boxes, um, that are oh. 90% Deadpool runs and trades and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> May or may not have bought a Deadpool suit two years ago. <laughs> that is one of my pride and joys. Um, You've gone full nerd. It, it's oh, it, it's 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 too late. If I if I remember correctly, Deadpool didn't come out until late eighties, I think. Because ninety one. Okay, so when when I was a kid, Deadpool didn't exist. My favorite was always Spider Man. Yeah. I just love Spider Man because of the quick wit. Um, I liked the science aspect of it. I, I got hooked on, on comic books simply because I used to spend a lot of time with my grandparents, and they had the stuff like Baby Huey and Little Devil and Casper and, you know, right. Archie. But then you got I was able to get a hold of some of those. I always enjoyed Spider-Man, but I kind of stopped reading them right about the time I became, like, I don't know, a sophomore, junior in high school. I read a lot of books, but I read a lot of other types of books, a lot of science fiction, a lot of fantasy fiction, things like that. But kind of got back into it again when I, was, when I, when I met up with Mike there and um, I, my problem is I just don't have enough money. I, I just seriously, there's just so many good comics out there with so many awesome storylines that it's almost like TV. You just got to kind of pick the lane you want to go and hope you pick the right lane. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm not a creator. Or I'm not a collector either. I, I just wait for the um, omnibus. <laughs> See, I'm, I, I'm the same this way. This is everybody off in the industry. <laughs> I tried uh, a few years back. There was a run that where Deadpool was going to kill himself, and th- there was an evil Deadpool that was pieced together with other body parts, and it was it was a big deal. So I tried to start collecting them every Wednesday. Can't do it. I don't have the patience. I wait for the trades to come out. I, like right, I want the whole hundred one hundred and fifty page run to be able to read the whole thing. It's I give people credit that are you know getting episode or you know issues every Wednesday. I just can't do it. It's just it's it takes you five minutes to read them. That's interesting. I don't know that I've ever heard anyone start with Deadpool 
in comics. Like, it's well, like, they, they, where they, it's like where they started the fandom. Like, but that's great. That's a great place to spar. I mean, he's a great character. I'm wired a little different, Dominic. <laughs> yeah, the wires are like connected, bro. Yeah, <laughs> the wires I like are completely it. fucked up. <laughs> well, that guy, the guy that uh, that introduced him to Deadpool, is a was is a huge comic collector fan and he had a lot of different things got got you started on the walking dead yep. um right. uh it had a lot of different comics even some stuff that i read that i'd never seen he had the one where the it was the two there, there's i can't remember the names of them but it's basically the storyline is that you got it's two different stories but one guy is like a superman and he was a bad guy but he turns good and then the other line is the superman but he was a good guy that turns bad irredeemable Ir- irredeemable and, and something like that yeah invincible yeah um and but he had a lot of different stuff that he threw at us and it kind of made me appreciate him that's when i wanted to start reading him again but like i said i just i mean I, hell i was at emerald city comics today killing 20 minutes waiting on some parts and i i walked in to look around and i'm like oh you know i'm going to get this jesus that looks like it's the 8th of 12 and i so far and i couldn't even I was just like, I'll just put them all back and go it's home. It's crazy. <laughs> um, so n- another question for you that I've, I mean, because it was try- trying to come up with, you know, less than 100 questions for you when it comes to the comic book stuff. So you get into this, you make the decision, you're going to do a comic book. How does that process work? Do you come up with your your script first? Do you come up with panels? Like, what does that whole process look like when you're putting together a comic book from your head to print. Right. So I'm i I'm a writer. I'm not an illustrator. So okay. um, I, that, that's all I got. That I'm was my next question. Do you draw them? <laughs> yeah. I, w- I wish I could draw it too. That would have saved me so much. Oh God, headache. me too. And, oh, oh my God. So anyway, but um, yeah, so I, I wrote the script. Okay. Now, um, so everyone thinks that there's like a universal way to, to write a script to, to you know break it down by panel by page by whatever but the, the truth is that every single I've worked with seven or eight maybe nine different artists okay. and they all have a different way that they want it sure you know what I mean and I'm like okay and then if so then the ones that want it broken down by panels I break it down by panels and then they just do it their own way okay. so it's <laughs> I kind of uh, I talked to them like, here, this is how I like to do it. Is this good? And they're like, yeah, I can go from there. I like to give, so I'm a little bit different too. I like to give the artist the freedom to come up, you know, paint the picture the way that they want to. Okay. Because then, then they're more invested in the book and it kind of feels like their book too. Sure. You know, if, if I'm, if I'm giving them every single move to make, then that's kind of like, it's just, it's just more like a job. Almost. Makes it feel more like a team project okay. than an assignment. Right, right. Yeah. I compare it like uh, like football and baseball is very mechanic. It's almost like every time you do anything, you look at the coach and they tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. Right, like the quarterback looks at the coach, or oh, we're going to run this play. Oh, okay, we're going to run this play, guys. And same with baseball, with the pitchers looking at the you know, catchers, telling them what to do. Where whereas like hockey or soccer or something, every time you're carrying the ball or the puck, you can shoot, pass. You kind of have to improv when you get it and make sure. the best play. So that's what I, I I like that better because now it feels more organic to me. Right. So that's the way I go about doing it. But to answer your question, yes, you, I come up with a script, um, the storyline, and, and I write out everything and I just throw everything against the wall and figure out what works later. When doing that, because um, comic books in general, I mean, are 
God, I'm, and I'm just totally guessing off the top of my head, what, 30 pages, 20 to 30 pages, roughly? It, it, it may be a little bit less. Yeah, sure. The, um, the normally 22 to 26 with the staple, depending on the printing company you go with or the company you're working for. So when you do your script, how far out are you? Or, or, or do you do pieces of it and you just are the story comes together as the diff, different issues come along? Like how far out in advance are you actually planning out this this whole story? Like, like a season, I will we'll say, for, for your your comic. Well, he hasn't been paid by the coaches yet, so he doesn't know who's going to win. So he has to wait. He has to wait to see if the check's That's clear. Smart, smart. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to get work. I'm not going to write the playoffs yet until I get paid. Got to wait for that. But, uh, <laughs> Got to wait for that PayPal. Alert. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, it, it depends on the story. I like to have the whole thing planned out wherever I want to go with everything. Okay. And some things can change along the way. Um, the Roddy Piper. Uh, the Kilted Avenger book, I think it's 56 pages or something like that. This was an introduction. There was a, you know, three acts, three acts to this, but it ends on a cliffhanger and there's going to be more, right? So the idea was if this did well, we're going to do more books uh, with other wrestlers. So Piper is going to be the leader of this gang of wrestlers taking on Ruth S. Heel, right? That's the main bad guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm, so, and, I'm in already. So, I'm, I'm already sold. <laughs> then later on, we're going to do other like kind of intros to these characters and have like an Avengers meetup kind of like the MCU did. And we're going to have, we're signing the papers very soon on another prominent wrestler that I'm very excited about. But yeah, so for that, we wrote it all out. Now the Arcane, 160 some pages just in those three graphic novels. Okay. I wrote all that out. I mean, but I wrote hundreds and hundreds of pages. And uh, as a writer, you always want to hold it like, this is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. And I had to look at him like, there's a lot to, there's a lot of fat to trim off of this story. <laughs> so, but I used it for other origin stuff. So I like to plan it all out to answer your question. And then sometimes as we go, we make little tweaks. Well, that was actually going to be my next question. When you have your story written out and then you have to work with the illustrators and then put your comic book together, are there is there stuff that has to get left out? Or do you, as a writer with your story, do you make sure that all of that story gets put into the issues? Yeah. The, um, now, in, until you've become a comic book writer and you've put out a comic, uh, it's hard to explain how where you write something and then you're putting the dialogue bubble in the panel. Sure. I, like at first I wanted to just like explain what was being shown in the picture, <laughs> like in the dialogue bubble that, you know, the artist like, you don't have to do that. The picture is showing that. Right. Um, yes. Things get, things get left out and it's, it's weird. Um, it, it's hard to take what's in your head and you can put it on paper and describe it in your head as best as possible and you explain everything. And that other person draws it. And sometimes it's exactly what you thought they were going to do. And other times, like, how the fuck did you come up with that? What is that that you just did? I don't, <laughs> like, I don't work, understand. like working with a sketch artist at the police <laughs> yeah. station. Yeah, exactly. You hope you hope that they get the mole on the left cheek. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, it's, you know, I, I've had the pleasure of working with some really talented people that um, could take what I was writing and, you know, and, and get it really, really close, sometimes even better than I envisioned. So it's really just depends on the, uh, the relationship with the artist and the writer. Gotcha. Have you ever written a Zack Snyder story and gotten a Josh Wheaton story at the end? <laughs> wow. 
That is dark. That, that's, that's cold. Dude. That's Ooh. fucked up. I know. The only reason I said uh, that is because uh, you had mentioned uh, Flash was what drew you in. Are you uh, a Marvel guy or a DC guy? Uh, okay. Well, I the Marvel films have been better. I don't really think you, there's a comparison as far as the live action films. Right. Um, as far as the animated stuff, DC has that. Oh, it's as big of a margin with the animated stuff. I fucking love the the DC animated movies. They are so incredible. Oh, I haven't watched one yet that I was like, eh. Flashpoint, genius. It, yeah. It's, oh, it's, oh yeah. it's I think yeah. Flashpoint is DC's crown jewel. Uh, I if they do the Flash movie, if they mm-hmm. do Flashpoint justice, that'll be the big huge win that dc desperately needs in my opinion oh yeah and uh, thomas wayne is batman oh so cool jeffrey dean morgan if yeah if they do that and Mm -hmm. they don't use him i I, Mm -hmm. it's already a disappointment in my eyes right now as far as the comics the actual comic books i'm definitely a dc guy i don't know why i just i'm more drawn to those characters and stories i I, i'm i'm a bit i'm a fan of both you know what i mean it's like uh gretzky or lemieux either way you're gonna be all right we want we we always want whenever the whenever the Warner Brothers or the DC movies come out we always want them to succeed that we just yeah. we've been let down quite a bit. I've always oh, been yeah. in DC I've always been partial to Batman just because I mean I think everybody is. Um uh-huh. I've always I've always loved a lot of the side characters like I li- I liked uh Hawkeye and uh and those guys. I was never a Superman guy. Superman was always uh-huh. super boring to me because it's like okay, what are you going to do to him? You know what I mean? Oh, hey, look, he happens he, that guy's got some kryptonite. Uh, you know what I mean? So, but but the DC I always liked reading the DC comics. I did read more DC comics as a kid than I did as Marvel. I I, I don't know why, I just did. But I right. think DC I mean, tell me what you think, Dominic. I think DC has better villains. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's that's a if you could point to one thing, yeah, I I'd agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, it, we've done if I mean, if you ever do and you go back and, you know, some of the episodes we've had um, over the past almost God, it's over a year now. Um, we've done plenty of like Marvel movie reviews and talk about Marvel characters, DC, all, all the all the we're, we're comic nerds, too. Um, totally forgot where I was going with the question that we're fucking nerds. But um, <laughs> it's, it's it's funny with DC and Marvel because you know, it's like wrestling fans. It's okay to like both companies. It's totally okay. Right. People just don't see it that way, and they're like, "Oh, DC sucks," or you know, Marvel was just overrated. Blah blah blah. But <laughs> right. um, what have been some of like your favorite movies in general, DC or Marvel? Now, granted, Marvel's all our home runs, but um, or even I- even just movies that have comic book backgrounds. Like as dumb as it sounds, you know, like yeah. some Mad Max stuff, things like that. That resonated with you more than others. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it that way. I I love the Nolan trilogy. I, I like all three of those movies. Yeah. They're not perfect. You know, there's things you can pick out, but I mean, they've stood. Those those movies came out over ten years ago. I think it's crazy. Uh, two thousand six is when two two thousand five or six is when Batman Begins came yeah. out. It's yeah. crazy they, to think it's been that long. Right. I, I just, I loved it. And I, I, I've, I, I don't know if it's more nostalgia or what, but the 1989 Batman, I always just love. Um, but I, I think the best comic book movie that I've ever seen is, has to be Avengers Infinity War. That was so well done. There's, there's no, I, there were so many characters. There was so much going on. It could have felt so crowded and shoehorned and everything, but it didn't feel that way. Nope. And the bat, it was like their Empire Strikes Back. The bad guy wins, 
Everybody got slaughtered. Son of a bitch, <laughs> beat me to it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, and it was just, it was great. It had everything, and they, they just, I mean, they hit a grand slam with that one. But uh, I, I, other stuff, like you mentioned, I love V for Vendetta. Oh. I think that was well done. Um, uh, the Watchmen movie I enjoyed. Um, so good. Did you watch the miniseries on HBO? Hell yes. And? Yes. Thoughts? I love it. I loved it. It's on my to-do list. I don't I don't have as much free time as Mike does. My, my work keeps me going pretty hard sometimes, but I, it's on my list because if you listen to the podcast at all, you'll know that I'd marry Don Johnson if he gave me the opportunity. Um, <laughs> so I'm just kidding. I'm a Monster Miami Vice fan. That's like my favorite show oh, ever. Uh, okay. But um, I, I, I've heard like mixed reviews. But like the really? people, yeah. But the people that I talked to, they were like, eh, they weren't like massive comic book guys. You know what I mean? But the people that I've talked to that mm. like comics are like, I love it. So okay. I, I, I just got to kind of know where I got to put it in my right list of I need to watch shit, shit. Here's where uh, where, it, where it fell for me because I like you, Dom. I love. I own. I still have the director's cut of The Watchmen, which is okay. just fantastic. I, I can't say enough about it. The show comes out. I had that in mind. In it, it felt like it, but it just it wasn't the same, and it's totally uh, it's totally not a fair comparison because it takes place long after. Um, yeah, that, it's different. And I, maybe it's just because I didn't know enough about the series that was coming out, but to me, it it was underwhelming because I had such high regard for the movie. But you're expecting the movie. It's yeah. totally not fair for the show because it takes place. I don't know how many twenty years after the the the, the movie's supposed to take place. Um, right, but it was good. I, Don Johnson was great. Yeah, he, I duh. think the best. He uh, was great. The best. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He was good. <laughs> Don Johnson. <laughs> Classic. Don the uh, Johnson. the best adaptation of a character, I think, where they just absolutely nailed it perfectly, were the Deadpool movies. I mean. <sighs> I don't know what else. Absolutely Flawless. nailed. I, I found myself complaining. He didn't say enough about chimichangas in the first movie. I'm like, really? That's my complaint, right? <laughs> it's. I think it. It's one of the few things I can speak on that I feel like I know what I'm talking about for sure. Right. What made that movie work, and if this doesn't happen, it does not work because Ryan Reynolds loves the character and he yes. gets it. He's read him. They paid, I don't know if you knew this or not, in the first one when he is wearing the, I don't know, that brown furry coat or whatever, he hasn't turned yet, and he's wearing a tank top. It's got B. Arthur on it from the Golden Girls. It's a running <laughs> joke in the comics how he loves B. Arthur. Right, and right. They paid like $17,000 for the rights just for that, to be able to wear that shirt in the movie. But right. he said he had to do it because it fits the character. And if you don't have an actor that loves and understands the character, the movie's not going to work because they're just doing right. it for a payday. The music that they went with, I mean, Shoop, you know, Flawless. like just... <laughs> Flawless. This phenomenal. And what, what, one that totally caught me by surprise, I think this is when Marvel, and as far as their, their movies, really just set themselves apart because I thought this was going to fail and I was never a fan of the comics. Mm -hmm. And then when this became like the number one box-selling movie, and it was, it was Guardians of the Galaxy... I didn't like the comics. Like I didn't like the premise. I was just like, this is just, this is too much. Dude, you're not and, alone. Most people yeah. were like, who? I'll never forget. I'll never forget the first time that I had found out that they were doing this, this comic book. We were playing softball 
and I'm walking out to shortstop, and the second baseman's walking out, and he goes, did you hear what the next Marvel movie is? And I said, no. And he goes, it's something called Guardians of the Galaxy. And I'm like, oh, I never heard of it. And he goes, dude, there's a fucking talking raccoon in it. And I was like, well, I mean, you know, they've hit. Sure. They, they, they're, they're nine for nine home run-wise here. Let's see what they right. give us. I didn't know what to expect. When I saw the commercial, I was like, uh, you know what? I'm going to pass. And I ended up watching it for the first time on New Year's Eve one year with my wife and, and my daughter, and we just looked at each other and get, why the hell have we not seen that before this? Gold. Yeah. And my wife's favorite Marvel movie is Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yeah. Yeah. Those two movies are phenomenal. Like, they, that's what separated. I was like, wow, I think they can just do anything at this point and make it work. I think they've well earned the right to, like, you know, when something comes out, like, well, you know, I'm definitely going to see it because right. I, I have, they're like, what? I mean, I... I don't know how you felt about Black Panther. I felt it was not nearly as good as it should have been, but um, right. uh, just story issues, CGI issues were a mess. But um, so that's what one out of twenty three. Yeah. So right, it's, and even it's rewatchable. And, and yeah, and it, I mean, all, I love the characters. It's just the movie; it just felt messy. And why the hell do you kill the best villain in the entire movie halfway through it? I just <laughs> I agree. He was awesome. Claw was amazing. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> and no, we're just going to kill him halfway through. But you know, right. I, I just went. But, that, but you know, we're what, talking what, one movie. <laughs> the bad, like the the bad ones that they put out, would be great movies fifteen years ago, especially like they, on their own. Right, right. They've set the bar so high now, where we're like, oh, that's terrible, and it's not terrible. Right. Yeah. It's just <laughs> we have we have a friend of the show who's actually a very good friend of ours. His name's Richard Alexander, and he's been a comic book like guru since he was a kid he's he's a he's now a lawyer old school he's, he's a great guy he's super smart um and i met him on our third episode of this show that we did which was right two years ago and what we did was we i went and saw we, it was when captain marvel had come out and uh we did a show where we did our top five favorite marvel movies and our bottom five favorite and our bottom five we had to constantly say look this doesn't mean this isn't a good yeah. movie and, right. and, of the, and of the 15 choices every time we'd say something one or the other would look at us and go what the fuck is wrong with you really yeah. that's in your bottom <laughs> five and you're like dude i don't know what to do here it was a mistake we, ne- we don't do bottom fives anymore <laughs> yeah right it's i mean i it, again i mean if you ever get a chance to to listen to some of our, the, the premises and i know i kind of told you in our text we we do a top five list every week and sometimes it gets ugly, sometimes it doesn't. But when we do Marvel stuff, we're always apologizing for some of our choices. Because, look, it's not bad, but I had to pick something somewhere. Right. Like, yep. ours, we did a Star Wars one where we ranked all the movies. And, boy, I you talk about a stressful week trying to rank those things. <laughs> stuff you grew up with. I'm like, how do I put one? I mean, Empire was at the top, of course. But trying to wedge all the other ones in, it's, it, it's fun to do. And Marvel has made it so hard to decipher best from worst and it's guaranteed arguments yes oh and w- without a doubt <laughs> so speaking of that since you're a writer uh-huh. and i i've brought this up for months now well shit a year i'm a i i'm looking more forward to watching the snyder cut of the justice league i haven't looked forward to a movie like this since endgame because Zack snyder finally gets to make his version you as a writer what are your feelings on that as far as Joss Whedon doing what he did to the original and just that whole scenario, how, how do you feel about it? I mean, that, that, Joss Whedon's version was just like, that was shocking to me. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like there wasn't anything redeeming. The only, I, it depends how everyone looks at it the same. Everybody's entertained at a certain 
different level. Right. The only thing that was kind of jaw dropping, right? Wow, that was cool. Like thing where I would tell somebody else, here was a cool thing was when the flash was running and then Superman sees him out of the corner of his eye. Yes. You know, other than that, little things, nothing like uh, Aquaman kind of was funny with, with the, the lasso, but there really wasn't anything there. The, the CGI was bad. It was just all around like the CGI at the very end of the movie with Ooh. the flowers or whatever. The it hell was like, that it was. was like, we did it disaster. Right. I think it's really, really interesting that he's able to do another cut of a movie that's on on the level of something like Justice League. Now, Justice League wasn't great, but that's that was their Avengers, right? I mean, that's the Justice supposed League. Supposed to is. be. So the fact that he's able to do this, I never thought – you read about that, you're like, yeah, right, yeah, right. Pipe, now, uh, same thing. I thought it was a pipe dream. We're never going to see it. Right. Now, Zack Snyder, uh, he, he's good. He's not my favorite, you know, right. but um, just to see what he's going to come up with. And there's, as far as that movie goes, there's only one way to go when you start at the bottom. Everything. You know, <laughs> if he can make it worse, it's almost like he is more talented to actually make that worse. But I'm very curious to see what he, he's done. Like the things that you, you hear online that are, are going to appear in the film mm-hmm. sound, sound interesting to me. Um, I, I love that there's a chance that just, just from a create, from a, being a creator that he's able to be like, no, see, that was the corporate vision or whatever. Like, that's not what, this is what I want. You know, you always hear about that. They leave this stuff out, but that we're actually getting to see it. Right. So that Completed. excites me very much. Um, I don't know if you saw or not. There was an article, article that came out yesterday. I, I had sent it over to Greg and our buddy, Richard, um, there was an article that came out from an anonymous Warner Brothers executive that was involved in that whole process, uh-huh. and he literally said they all agreed it was complete shit, right. but there was nothing they could do. Like Nobody wanted to come out and say, this is horrible. Like Zack Snyder's wife and Christopher Nolan watched this movie together in, in like a private viewing. <laughs> right. Christopher Nolan... I saw that, yeah. Told Zack Snyder, you can never see this because it will break your heart. So it's like... Well, to be fair, like Richard said, all they're doing is confirming what we already knew, number one. and, and, And to me, it's just press to get people to talk about the new Zack Snyder movie. But what upsets sure. me about that is they knew that, like Tommy Boy says, they knew they're just giving you a guaranteed piece of shit. It's The fucking thing still made money. It, it True. So they don't care. Yeah, they, they, the big boys that were up there didn't care. This to me feels like, I hope, like I've told Mike a hundred times, I hope it's good. I hope it's good because this to me is like fourth and eighty-five, down by six on the two-yard line in the Super Bowl with three seconds left. That's what this feels like. It's like, what can we fucking do to possibly make people want to see DC movies anymore? Because I tell you what, Wonder Woman eighty-four didn't do it. So, oh god, yeah. I, I mean, like, like what you're talking about, this it still made money. Like it's like being the owner of the Detroit Lions or you know a Lions fan. They go zero and sixteen and still sell out all the home games. Yeah. So what? What do they care? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, Jesus Christ, that was William Clay Ford throughout the nineties with Barry Sanders. Um, right. I, right. We, hey, uh, we haven't made the playoffs. So we haven't won yet. Yeah, but I'm selling out eighty thousand seats and Barry Sanders the running back. <laughs> right. I don't care. And even though we got fortunate this year as a kid, that was that was what Culverhouse said with the Bucks. 
Every year he had bottom five payroll, top five in profit. So what does he give a shit? Yeah. Oh, my team sucks. I don't Who care. Cares? Look at this. Look at this check. Like Floyd Mayweather says, you can't read. No, but I can cash his fifty million dollar check. So <laughs> blow me. You know. I mean. <laughs> right. So yeah, I. So I'm. Like I've already got it planned on that Friday when it's out. I'm coming home. I'm gonna get some snacks. I'm gonna have some drinks, and I'm gonna start that movie for the next four hours. And I just, yeah. I mean, it it sounds corny because I don't know the guy for from nothing, but I'm glad that Zack Snyder gets this opportunity because now, right. if it's junk, it's his fault. It, th- yeah, this is your right. baby. Hey, I don't you ex- remember you remember um, Spider-Man three. I don't know if uh, we all do. The two villains and Sam Raimi has gone on record as saying that halfway through production, they're like, "We focus grouped and we need to put another villain in here." So add, add Sandman to the. He's like, "What? We're in production. What do you mean?" He because you focus grouped. You, you should have focus grouped this. Like, what does that even mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, we've said it, have, we've, we've said it a million they, times. They, if you're going to have a guy direct a movie, you need to let that guy direct the movie. You right. Can't, you can't walk down like um, Mike loves Swamp Thing. It's one of his favorite characters, and I like Swamp Thing too. So yeah. the, the miniseries it was on, uh, I, I I think I bought it for you for, on Blu-ray for Christmas because yeah. you know I wanted to see it, and I knew that he liked it. And I'm watching it, and I'm like four or five episodes in, and I'm like, you know what, I can deal with this. And then we got to episode ten. And there's three episodes missing, and you're watching it going, who decided to fuck with this? Because now it's hot, it's hot garbage. Like, the right. last three episodes, you're just like, what the fuck is going on? Let the guy direct it. You've already put the money up. Just let it happen. Right. Also, you it, forgot to mention that when you come home that night for Justice League with your drinks and chips, you, you forgot to mention the lotion and the, and the handkerchiefs. That's only halfway through if it's that good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I especially wanted to get your point of view on that, being that this is exactly what you do. So it's, right. I mean, I, it's, it, it's, I, I figured you were going to say that because when you're creating something, you want to be able to one, be the one that says, this is how it's going to happen. Right. And you know, what's and to, to add on to that, um, you know, I go to, you know, prior to the pandemic, I'd go to 25, 27 conventions all across the country. And I was starting to move into Canada and stuff like that. I would talk to writers and directors that work for big companies like marvel and dc and image and all this stuff Mm -hmm. and they're like they always say the same thing and they're like i envy you you are doing this your story is is your story that is yours you're calling the shots and you're doing what you want to do and he's like man it's just it's you have no idea i come up with something and it's and it's good and it just gets twisted around 75 times by the time i'm able to do and, and create it and i'm like well, well, do you do you want to trade? Like, we, I'll take your job. You can take my. Oh no, no. But I love your creative process. Right. where you are now, but they they just love that check more. That, well, that's what I was going to say. Right. Uh, uh, getting to step on their story, well, that costs, and you know, yeah. as long as the the bunnies put in the Swiss bank account, we're good. But like, can you imagine if I if I worked for um, I don't know Image or DC, and I'm like, I have this this hockey comic book idea and all these different celebrities are going to own teams they'll be like oh great well let, let us pick, pick the celebrities and it'd be a disaster yeah it'd be like rihanna <laughs> yeah you'd britney right. spears you get the fucking kardashians yeah. owning a hockey team fucking <laughs> chloe <laughs> right the team right. her team name would be <laughs> I, I mean not for nothing she'd probably be a good goalie <laughs> Cause she would just be sucking up all those pucks, no problem. I thought that right. was Kim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did Darren tell you guys about his uh, life story comic book? 
uh, we're he, doing for him? He mentioned it, but I, I oh. didn't want to, I didn't know if he could, you know, tell us too much about it or not, but he did mention yeah. it, and I was like, hmm? Now, is that the one with the cover on the website? The Correct. Dar- the Darren? Yes. Okay. Yeah, this is uh, his, his life story. We based a lot of it on his, uh, his book, My Last Fight. Oh, yeah, I have it at home, too. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm in the middle of reading it now. And uh, so we took that, we... we I used a lot of stuff in there. We used new stories and then added a bunch of stuff. Like the first time I actually met him. <laughs> I don't know if, if I told you guys that story. It's I actually had that on here is how did you get to partner with O'Halloran and especially McCarty? So go ahead. <laughs> All right. You guys got to know the McCarty story. This is going to be acted out in the comic book. But uh, nice. so <laughs> uh, where there was a Super Bowl party. Um, this was like 98. Something somewhere around there, 98, 99. And my buddy, my buddy's dad was putting on my, my roommate, a college roommate, his dad was one of the people putting on this party. It was at a strip club. They ran out of a strip club in Detroit and we were watching the Super Bowl. So we're going there. I'm going there with my college roommate and our other roommate. And we're all you know, we're in college, we're broke, and we're sitting there and uh, you know, drinking and like sneaking off to the car to you know, hit a flask or something like sure. that. And uh, so we're talking about this you know, video game from PlayStation called Final Fantasy VII. And I was stuck on this part. And uh, we're, we're talking about it. Now, mind you, the Super Bowl is going. There's naked girls and there's beer. And my other roommates, I can't believe you guys are talking about that nerdy fucking video game. But in the middle of a strip club with the Super Bowl. And- fair, fair comment. Right. <laughs> so this dude is walking by. And he stops, he turns around and sits at our table with, you know, the back of the chair on his chest. And he goes, are you guys talking about breeding gold chocobos in Final Fantasy VII? And we're just like, ah, uh, well, well, yes, yes, we are. Uh, he goes, I can't, I, I can't figure it out. And my roommate's like, McCarty? Darren McCarty? And he goes, oh, yeah, nice to meet you guys. I'm Darren McCarty. Uh, I overheard you guys, but let's get back to the fucking chocobos. <laughs> let's get back to the fucking chocobos. There's, the only thing that comes to mind right there is that scene in Grandma's Boy where he's sitting at the table telling all the kids how to beat the game or be, beat that level. <laughs> it was it was classic, and uh, he's trying, like, when we're telling him, like, how to do it, it's, it's involved, you know. it's You got to do this and then this. And he's trying, like, he's got, like, a pen and, like, a, a napkin for the drink, and he's trying to write on it, and it's, like, ripping. And he's like, he's like, wait a second. I have email. I have email. You could send me an email. And we're like, okay, sure, we can do that. Oh and we God. got his email, whatever, we sent it to him. And then I talked to him about this years later. He goes, holy shit, I actually kind of remember that. <laughs> and he bought, he, he picked up our tab. And he went over to the table with Martin LaPointe and Chris Osgood. And they're like, he goes, those guys just helped me figure out how to breed gold. They're like, sit down, you fucking nerd. <laughs> I expect, I can totally picture LaPointe saying that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, don't know him, but dude, I grew up there. I, you see all these guys. Like LaPointe looks like that guy at the bar that if something breaks out, you get behind that guy. Yeah, oh yeah. So the next right. time we talk to Darren, what we'll do is we'll pick a video game and we'll pick a spot in it where we're stuck and say, hey, Darren, can you come to the strip club and help us figure out how to beat that <laughs> section and see what he says? So here, oh, that's great. Yeah. So yeah. 
yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or better yet, he can come down here and you know, because we're near Tampa. There's a thousand of them. Like, wh- which one will help you figure out this video game best? <laughs> yeah. So we're. Uh, it's going to be about 170 pages. This comic. Wow. So now we're talking. Now, yeah. uh, now we're in my wheelhouse. <clears throat> and this is, you know, a hard, hard R. It has all the all sure. the highs and lows, and we don't really pull any punches. And um, well, the book sure it, doesn't. Right, right, right. So this is this comic book is not going to pull many punches either, and we're really getting into it. And it's almost too uh, like a love letter to the the Red Wings dynasty that they had there, and, and '90s and 2000s hockey. You know that la- that last little spurt of you know the the tough guy hockey that is right you see once in a while now but just not that often not, not and enough. um so it's I, it was it was perfect for the company when i finally got him and i was able to sit down and have a meeting with him mm-hmm. i knew in the back of my head that he was going to love this sure you know but i just had to get it through and and i also had to cheat you i was like i know this guy's a fucking nerd whether he wants to admit it or not because oh thank I, uh... you for telling us this <laughs> this is great news <laughs> yeah yeah but thankfully he he loved it and uh we're, we're about halfway through the book right now it's cool. this is the, by far the biggest project i've ever taken on so do you have uh, an anticipated like release date yet or is it is it too soon I hope we're done with this thing by the end of the year. Uh, you know, when I say by the end of the year, like you got to give a couple months out to sure. order the books from uh, overseas and wait for them to come in and all that stuff. But um, we're 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 moving along. The the pandemic has been good and bad for production. Sure, you know, but it's uh it's gonna be one hell of a it's it's gonna be fun. This this book. <laughs> I can I can only imagine. So is that um, I what I should say is what. When do you expect best guess for us to be able, actually be able to get our hands on it as as fans? Yeah, I'm I'm hoping by the end of 2021. Oh, perfect, nice. Yeah, outstanding. That's that's if everything is going right and with a little bit of wiggle room too. Okay, so God, I love the fact that McCarty's a nerd. That is huge. <laughs> um, do you guys do you guys still play video games? I do a little bit. Yeah. I kind of got away from it for a couple of years. Right. So, what, what do you got? PlayStation or Xbox? I would, yeah, Xbox. All right. Uh, um, yeah, sure. um, I had um, PlayStation for a while too. Though. Yeah. See, there you go. Um, <laughs> so, McCarty story. I, I don't know if you're going to be able to top that. How did you meet up with O'Halloran? Because, like I said, we're we're big Kevin Smith fans, and I mean Dante is. I mean, can anybody not relate to? I shouldn't be. I'm not even supposed to be here today. Right, right. Yeah, I so I had seen him in passing. Um, it was kind of like a, a guy that I just would say hello to, and sometimes he'd remember me or not, you know, because I'd be at a table and he'd be at his table, and I might see him. He he did a couple of Michigan shows, um, Cherry City, the one in Traverse City, Capital City, or Cherry City Comic Con. He was always at that one, and we had we had uh, a mutual friend, Tony that uh, introduced us and I gave him the idea and, and he loved it too. And, and I knew, I knew he was a hockey fan. So I talked to him on over the phone about it. And then I saw him later at New York comic con. And when, when I, when I presented him with the Jersey, cause we saw jerseys of all these teams, dude, I've just to your credit, <laughs> these jerseys are fantastic. And I'm Thank implore you. anybody listening, friends, whatever mess bucket <laughs> I, 
it's I, I can't say enough. The Piper jersey, uh, Macari's the 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 lumberjack jersey. I mean, fantastic coloring. Uh, you guys did a right. bang up job. On, I mean, these look like legit hockey jerseys, and they are. Well, there's as much as I'd like to take credit for that. No, take it. <laughs> the, take it. Uh, we have a the company called Stalls makes the jerseys for us, and okay. they make jerseys for the NHL, Major League Baseball, um, NHL, Major League Baseball, Major League Soccer, and um, somebody. Oh, and another company. So, like, they actually make the jerseys when the NHL is short on jerseys. They call Stalls and they fill the order. Okay. Uh, yeah, so the, the designs are, are fantastic. Yeah, I mean, there you put them on, and people are like, "Wow, this is high quality." And that's when O'Halloran was like, "Okay, this is something," you know, because th- those old clerks jerseys that they had from the '90s felt like, uh, you know, back when they came out, they were great, but now they're it's kind of like sandpaper, it's just sitting on you a little bit. It's like a wool so blanket. technology has come a long way to have this company behind us on this has been f- phenomenal. Right. So yeah, that that's uh, the, that's when you. <laughs> The jerseys themselves, they crack me up because the, the Lumberjack logo, which I can totally, you know, now having spoken with McCarty on a few few occasions, it's perfect. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. And the, the Hell's Kitchen one, uh, it's fantastic. I mean, you can tell, I mean, obviously us knowing all the Clerks movies and stuff, you know, these guys are comic book fans as well. And, you know, that the, the Hell's Kitchen is great. I, I love the coloring on them as well. I almost feel like you should have snuck in... Uh, I don't even remember the name of the, the character, the Chopo Chopo Chopos on uh, on McCarty's jersey for him. Just put like one in the background, like hiding behind a tree. <laughs> right? Shit. Where like, were you in production? He'd be like, what the, what the fuck great. is that? And you'll be like, you don't remember that, do you? Like, oh, I remember you, dick. And I can I can see it. Oh, we're full of we're full of dumb ideas. We can bounce off you all day long. <laughs> probably crawling through a damn attic in production, probably. So I mean, yeah. I, I fully expect to see Bucket Verse down the road. Bucket verse is awesome. I love it. Yeah, so we were at a, I was at a Windsor Comic Con with Darren, and we did a, a panel, and we came to the conclusion that me and MS Bucket Comics, we are a gateway drug for athletes that would like to get into comics. <laughs> so maybe if you don't start with Deadpool, it sounds like its own. You, that sounds like its own story right there. Well, right. <laughs> If you don't want to start with Deadpool and you you need you just want to stick your toe in the water, maybe read our books first. Right. <laughs> like you just don't jump into Fifty Shades of Grey, I guess. You, you, you yeah. Just, you, you start watching Cinemax first. <laughs> so so to help you uh, uh, pimp the website just a little bit there, um, if you want to buy digital copies, can you only buy them from your website, or can you buy them through Kindle or places like that? Uh, we're on. I believe we're on. Last I checked, we were on Drive Through Comics and Comicsology for the Arcane Awakening. Okay. Um, the Donnie Brook and Rowdy Roddy Piper are not available for digital yet. Piper will be at some point. Okay. But okay. yeah, all on messbucketcomics.com store. Okay. Yeah, I'm good enough. Digital's not, I do have the, um, the Marvel Unlimited app, which is cool because if there's certain characters that I want to just check out, I'll go to that. But like for stuff that I know that I really want to read, I need to have it like at home. Like I, I need the I book. For I, sure. it's I just want different. the stuff. I just don't, you know, room is always an issue. Having yeah. room is always an issue. So, I, but you know, plus, plus I would not, I would hate to have something like that, that I really liked that I wanted to read to keep, 
but like sometimes a lot of my reading I get in between certain sections at work. Mm-hmm. Like if I have to go to an inspection and I'm waiting on an inspector and I'm standing there for 45 minutes, I, I can only do Facebook for like 30 seconds before I want to punch somebody in the face. So <laughs> I like to take a book. So it's easy to take, it's easy to take my, you know, my note, my uh, tablet and read it, but still. So, so yes, speaking of that, I mean, before we get to our fun list, I mean, tell everyone where they can find all this stuff, like get it all out there. Pimp yes. all your stuff. Okay. So, uh, people, you want to take your fingers out of the Cheetos bag and you want to head over to MessBucketComics.com. Check out the store. We've got the Arcane Awakening Trilogy. We have the Donnie Brooks series. We have the Rowdy Rowdy Piper book. We have jerseys. We have posters. We have stickers. We have drink coasters. All, all the Mess Bucket stuff you will ever need. MessBucketComics.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at MessBucketComics. Yes, and um, I I do believe that being that this is so much fun and you guys are so awesome to deal with. I mean, I had, we'll, we'll work on getting a link up on our website to to get it straight to your to, to your website as well. It'll it'll Thank it'll you. it'll happen before the end of the weekend. I just got to convince the marketing angel that it's more important than you know taking care of the cats or some shit. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I appreciate it, guys. It's cats make time. <laughs> no, well, like, hey, listen. Um, yeah, happy on, wife, happy life. And on your website, it, this additional thing that I don't, that I want to make sure is still there, but I was because I was totally going through it today. You have stuff that's autographed as well. Like if you know Red Wings fans oh, yeah. want something with McCarty on it, like you you have a whole section of stuff that's autographed. Is that still good? Is that still there? Yeah. Yes, we have autographed jerseys, autographed autographed jerseys from O'Halloran. Uh, McCarty, Brandon Inge. We have uh, autographed posters with all the owners with the autographs on there the, for the Donnybrook. Yep. We have um, uh, comic books encased by the C- CBCD. I forget the name, the name of the company. We yep. got 9.8s and 9.6s, graded comics, all kinds of signed stuff. Yes. I'll, stuff. I'll sign anything for free because mine's not worth anything yet. Uh, not true, <laughs> sir. Not true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is I mean, this whole idea is fantastic. So, yeah, that that's Thank awesome. You. Messbucket.com I, or messbucketcomics.com. I, I can't say enough right. about it. And the website's very well done, by the way. Thank you. you. I appreciate agree. that. User friendly is key. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I got to show you as a Deadpool fan. I got something to show you. Hold oh, on. This, <laughs> see, this is this is great stuff. Uh, I'm a Deadpool fan, too. Next next time he's on, I'm going to wear the suit. Suspense is killing me. Well, look at the look at your screen. It's Ryan Reynolds is going to show up. No, it's not. Yeah. Ryan. He's got a it's, his, his oh, knife holder. Yes, it's a knife holder. I've seen those before. Oh yeah, those are. <laughs> I, I've never seen one in person. I've I've just seen it like here. You know, shit will pop up on Facebook or Amazon. Yeah. Like here's stuff you might like, which that whole stuff you might like stuff is all Deadpool shit, of course. But I've seen that. That it's is so awful. cool. Yeah, right. Did you say Ryan Reynolds is going to show up? Yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that that is awesome. So, one of the things that I wanted you to do to obviously, you know, with our crazy fun theme that we came up with, who are your top five favorite comic book characters? Ah, okay. And you don't have I'm to gonna, rush. You, you just the floor is yours, sir. All right. So I'm going to go from five to one. Okay. And this one, I it's on here. I kind of looked at it as which character. When I see they're coming up in, in, a, in a panel, I'm excited to go and read their dialogue, right? Okay. And this might be because it's popular right now, but I just, I love this character. It, it just is hilarious. I, but just the, 
idea of it is Homelander. <laughs> yeah. I mean, wow. What what an absolute just, I just almost the idea of today. him. I almost Dick. bought the, the, the anthology of the boys today because I love the show. But I know that it's yeah. different than the actual comic, and I want to see the different the differences, the variances. But yeah, he, I you want to? I just want to climb. He's I, horrible. I, I almost hate I him know. more than Joffrey. It oh, is, dude. That yeah, is it is very different in the comics. I don't know. If, it's, it's worse, isn't it? I, I haven't read them, but from what I've heard, it's worse in the comics. As far as like the graphic gratuitous violence, yes. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And, and Homelander is just a psycho. But the way you know, it's kind of it's a character that's kind of based on on Superman. Oh yeah. But if like if Superman was a complete dick. Yes. And it's just <laughs> like so that, that was my number five. Um, this one is a, an indie book. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but if you haven't read this, you have to read it. It's okay. phenomenal. Uh, Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. Um, my dad's uh, in there. <laughs> How's my it's, dad have a comic book? <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever heard of that? No, I, I have, have not. not. Oh, okay. But I yeah, am intrigued. It's a staple with uh, uh, indie comics. I'm writing it down. It's really, it's all in black and white, and it's almost like you feel like you're manic when you're reading it. Okay. And the character is so despicable, and he's doing these horrendous things, but for some reason you're on his side. And really? you're like pulling for him, almost like Dexter, kind of. Uh, oh, it, it's nice. but just just how you're pulling for Dexter, kind of. So I, I love Johnny. Uh, it's one of my favorites. Number three is Negan. Oh, um, good. That is uh, no character. No character has made me more excited to read his dialogue I've ever read before. It, um, just phenomenal. A, yeah. And it's not they they went a different direction with him as a villain. You thought they were just going to kill him, and that would be it. But there was more to him. Right, you know, those guys. Um, those guys wrote a pretty brilliant damn comic to begin with. Uh, every yes. like, not just a character, just the way that they interwove everything and had callbacks later, and the different people and the mm-hmm. the multiple depths of it was it was a very different, fulfilling comic book. I love the fact that you had Negan on this list, Dom. So, I being a huge fan of the comics, which I'm still not finished with yet. And I absolutely love the show, even though it's had its ups and downs and slow points at times. Sure. Reading the comics first years ago, in fact, right before the show came out, when Negan came on the show, I felt it was a damn good representation of the character in the comics. How did you feel about it? Oh, absolutely. He's awesome. If anything, I wish they would have not put the restraints for language in the show. Right. Because it's brilliant right yeah you're right and you know it's weird maybe it's a maybe it's a compliment to um what's the actor's name jeffrey dean morgan jeffrey dean morgan yeah that was my big worry because every other word with with negan is fuck and it's just that he's 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 an artist with his profanity you know it's it's like a symphony a hundred percent almost almost like he's a jarhead yeah and never once reading the book i Tell me how you felt. I never once felt like, oh, this is just over the top. It fits the character to a T. Right, right. And he, when I came with the character, when I was just watching the show, I kind of forgot about the profanity from the book. And he kind of made up with it with his flair. That's fair. And, you know, it was was just... Well, even even though they could make him sound on the show like they did in the comic... 
that's a fine line to walk on something that they're marketing is what is legitimately their biggest show ever. You can't yeah. you can't just you know you can drop a f bomb every now and then, and it can be and the violence is easier to push than the languages. So I I, I right. thought I thought they did a good job of of blending it. Even though you're right, I would have liked to have seen the artistry. But Appar- right. apparently, the scene where <laughs> let's just call it batting practice. There is an <laughs> right. unedited version on the DVDs, I guess, where they just they they just let the f bombs fly. Uh, you can find it on YouTube. Um, I have seen it, and it, it I mean it works. But I mean it's I never once felt like the profanity was there for the sake of having it. Like it fits, like you said. He was a painter with fucks everywhere. Right. It was like it was like, like like uh, Ricky on Trailer Park Boys or something, you know. It's very <laughs> another great call. Yeah. Um, number two, I, I don't. I've always liked uh, Raz Al Ghul or, or Rachel Al Ghul, however everybody pronounces it different. It was just so cool with the League of Assassins, and he was always he was one of the only guys that could have, was always getting one over on Batman constantly. He, yeah, yeah. He's he wants to have. Uh, a grandson, and he wants Bruce Wayne to be the the father. Well, he he found a way to make that happen. Yeah, I you know he lives forever with the Lazarus Pit. There, it was a very there was a lot of depth to that character, uh, as far as a villain, and it's just it was just the whole idea. It was almost like a secret society or a. Uh, that I just found very interesting. Oh, I I agree. Were you a fan at all of the Arrow show? Oh yeah. Yes, that when Razzle Ghoul was like season three and four, unreal. When yeah, I the the first few, especially the first season, like Ollie's a killer. Like he is a stone right. cold vigilante killer, and it's amazing. But you know, obviously they kind of fleshed him out a little bit. But the first time on that show when they showed a Lazarus Pit, I got giddy. Right, like right, they just brought in the fucking Lazarus Pit. An arrow, and it was awesome. So, yeah, another good pick by you, sir. Thank you, thank you. And I, you guys haven't guessed it before, but uh, my number one character uh, is the Wally West, the original Wally West version of the Flash. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's nostalgia or whatever, but he was just—he he was kind of a um, a, a comic, comic relief at times. Mm-hmm. But it, where, where you have a guy like Batman that would internalize everything and just brood. He, right. he would externalize everything with, with humor. And uh, I, I just, he had, he was a meta human, but he had a lot of human problems. Right. Like it, I, I just, I remember reading the comic book and he, they passed the flash mantle from Barry Allen to Wally West. And he's like, listen, there's a lot of reasons why you have to have a mask and keep your, your identity secret. He's like, he goes, okay, okay. And the next day he goes on the news, he takes off the, the mask and says, I'm Wally West. I'm the fastest man alive. I'm the Flash. Just so he can get girls. And then he still is striking out with girls. Fair. And then yeah. <laughs> he, he, he wins the lottery and still can't get girls. Like well, I, I was like, wow, what, what a... Uh, these are all like outside of the box kind of characters. I feel like. I mean, if you dissect that a little further, what chick is going to want to be with the fastest guy in the world? <laughs> I mean, that may be cool one or two times, but come on. He was he was doomed from the start. It's, it's yeah. If you have the nickname the Flash, you're out, buddy. You're out. 
Good terrible. Enough. Terrible. Oh. Wow. That's true. The speed force doesn't work in that one instance. Yeah. yeah. Not, <laughs> not good for pulling ass. That's for sure. Not or tapping good. ass. Or tapping Either one, ass. yeah. Either one. Whichever. <laughs> no, that was a good... I mean, that was a great list because there was a lot... I mean, they were all Thank unpredictable, you. which, you know, again... You're much more versed in this than we are, of course. But that was um that that, that was a fun list. That was good. I, I gotta I gotta check out Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm he glad sounds you intriguing. That yeah, that's a blast. That that book's a fun one. Which um which name is that under? Like which comic company company is that under? Do you know? Oh my god, good question. I mean, I'm sure it's not hard it to look there. up. But it sounds like something that would be an image or um. I'll look it up. Yeah, I'll look it up. It's not okay. a big deal. Yeah, don't worry about or it. What, what's the other? Like, what's the um. You know what? Since you're on here, I'm just going to ask you because I know it's going to be coming out on, I think, HBO Max, uh, The Sandman. I know it's extremely popular, but I know nothing about it. Yeah, I read it a long time ago, and it's one of those things that everybody just creams themselves over with. And I was just like, eh, I don't know. Kevin Smith talks uh, about it constantly on his yeah. uh, on his Fat Man Beyond podcast, which I listen to all the time as well. Um but yeah, it's I. They both rave about it. I'm like, I've I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's I. I thought it was it was it was one of those things where it's like I, I thought it was okay, but okay. Um, I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it because you know I have to watch it because that's what much. we do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I'm not you know not overly excited about it. All right, but a lot of people are. A lot of people are just they cannot wait. Is that something and, that you wrote? Was that the Sandman? Did no that you that, read it? it okay, yeah, it's just okay. it's something I've heard about. There's been attempt yeah. to make it a movie before, but it kind of fell through. Um, they're, they're doing it now. I think it's a Netflix series. It's coming out on one of the streaming services. I don't know. It was just I know uh, it's pretty popular, but I've never seen it. I figured right. you might have heard about it, which you did. So yeah, I'll, I'll definitely check that out. I'll put it on my list to watch. Uh, slot number one hundred and thirty-six yeah. is open. <laughs> just too much shit to watch these days. <laughs> There is. Fair. There is. There's so um, much. Uh, but, but before we do our, our top five list for the week, I've normally I do like a, a movie news type thing segment that we do every week. I've, there's only two things on here, and I figured since you're here, your input will be on will, will be valued on this as well. And the first thing is the Black Widow movie. Apparently, more theaters are delaying being opened overseas, and it's causing room, heavy rumors now that Disney Plus is going to release this on the app. Much like much like it did with um, Mulan, so it's very possible this may be forced to be released at both the theaters and on TV. Um, you know, this movie's delayed now what three times? Yeah, it was supposed to come out what summer last year. It was supposed to be out summer last year. So, what's your whole thoughts, Dom, on the movies being released both at home and in theaters? God, that's that is like at the same. So they're gonna put it. You can watch it at the theater, or you can watch it on your couch. Yeah, because like ne next month, um, we have King Kong, Kong and Godzilla is gonna be released at home on HBO Max, and it's gonna be released in the theaters. Hmm. Much the same way Wonder Woman was, and yes. what is it, the Little Things? And I think this month is Tom and Jerry, yep. and right. I mean, for now with a pandemic, I guess. They really don't have a choice. Right. Um, you kind of, if you if you want to make money on your movie, this is your best shot. But I, I, a theater experience for me is essential. Hundred percent agree. Uh, Thank you, you for the, saying the that. sound, the you know, and the big screen and and everything. There's there's a whole thing. 
there's a whole thing going to the theater with your friends, excitement, you know, and then, you know, your, your friend might point something out during the, the film that you wouldn't have noticed on your own. And uh, it's just, I mean, it's compare it to going to a, let's say going to a hockey game live or watching it on your couch. Oh, there's nothing better live. If I'm going to watch a movie at a theater, I have no choice but to pay attention. Correct. It's so loud. It's in your face and you are going to, you're going to consume it much, much better than you would at home. So I'm, I'm against it, but I understand why they're doing it now. I just hope when the pandemic's over, they go back to theater release and then later on you have a home release. Let's hope. I I completely agree. I've been a big movie guy. I've, I've told the story numerous times, but when my dad took me as a kid to go see Raiders of the Lost Ark, um, from that day, when that boulder started rolling, going to the movies has been one of my favorite things to do next to or right up there with skating and playing hockey. It's it, the, you, you can't re, you can't replace. I don't care how big your living room is. I don't care how nice your TV is. You can't duplicate that thought of or that experience of being right. in a theater. The lights going down, that excitement of the trailer starting. It's to me, it's irreplaceable. And I like you said, I hope it goes back to theaters only sooner than later. Right. I I agree. As I've said before, uh, me it's not an issue about needing to see it in the theater. It's an it's a time issue. Can I get home from work in time? How much free time do I have? Uh, Am I available right. on a Saturday? That type of shit. So, yeah. Unfortunately, right. One day, one day, because it's on our to do list now, is to win the lottery. When I win the lottery, I won't have to worry about that. Yeah, it is on my. <laughs> uh, yeah, we we did a like a not a. Not a resolution list, but top five things we want to get done this year. Lotto is on now my the, list. It's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to. It's going <laughs> to. I just, I just got to buy the yeah. tickets, and I am going to buy a championship in the bucket verse when I win the lot. The, the power. <laughs> so you write that down, sir. Okay, I will. And, and you know, to new- add your point. Some movies are theater worthy, and some are not. Correct. But you've already got it in your head. Oh, I'm going to see that in the theater black widow 100 i want to see in the theater absolutely kong versus yeah. godzilla are you kidding me that first godzilla movie in in the theater is the, you can't you can't do that at home without right. the neighbors complaining to the police that you're you know something Killing bad is happening in your in your apartment <laughs> um second thing i have here which to me it's i just thought it was kind of a joke even though it was newsworthy there was a movie that came out in china that beat Endgame's three-day opening of $357 million, and it was called Detective Chinatown 3 that apparently made $398 million in, That's in three days. That is racist. I call bullshit. There's no way that happened in a pandemic. They just didn't want us really? to have the win. Yes. It's called Detective Chinatown 3. It's I'm guessing it's their lethal weapon. Um, <laughs> came out. A week or two ago, and apparently made three hundred and ninety-eight million dollars in three days for their its opening, dethroning Endgame for the biggest opening ever. I'm were calling, tickets were tickets like two grand a piece. I, <laughs> I I'm I'm throwing the flag. I'm calling bullshit. Well, on the this. central plot yeah. and storyline was he went downtown to 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 downtown Chinatown and was trying to, to figure out whether they were serving cat or chicken. I mean, that's basically <laughs> that's basically what the theme was. So, if at any point. In this movie, someone did not say, "I'm taking you downtown to Chinatown." I'm taking you it's downtown an to Chinatown. <laughs> yeah, but it so, doesn't. But it doesn't rhyme in rhyme in Mandarin. Yeah, I don't think. I know. <laughs> but the, I I kept the movie shit short because I knew we had a Dom coming on today. But I just I just wanted to bring those up just to get your input on that. Yeah. So I'm calling bullshit too. Thank you very much. We're in agreement <laughs> on that as well. So for the main event, our topic this week was. 
top five movie characters that would make great wrestlers. Now, Dom, you're I'm assuming you're a wrestling fan too, right? Oh yeah. So yeah. Are, uh AEW fan? Big big time. I'm uh I'm more of a wrestling encyclopedia than I am with comics and uh oh, really? actually. Okay. I was at I was at um all in and the first double or nothing what? AEW. Yeah. I was I was at Starcast uh, you know, sell, um selling the Piper posters of the books. Okay. With with my artist, it was absolutely awesome. The probably the best wrestling experience I've ever had. Now wrestling, I was a like like I said with Snooka and the, like wrestling. I you know there there was a long period of our lives. Um, I think it's fair to say that if we were closet wrestling fans because you didn't know what teased at school, right? Now I think yeah. that's pretty much over. Like now, hey, look, yeah, I watch it. Fuck off, <laughs> right? So same. Right. Um, I, it was almost like uh, you, you, coming out of the closet. I'm a wrestling fan. Um, you know, you had to, you were afraid to say it, but um, yeah, I, 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 to AEW, I think is by far the superior product. I think it's so much fun. Show. Um, so <laughs> the pay-per-view coming up, you, I, I'm assuming you watched and you heard what, what they're going to attempt to pull off at this next pay-per-view, right? Oh, the exploding, uh, barbed wire match. Barbed wire, yes. <laughs> I crazy take all my money right now. Just, <laughs> if that what because they moved that to a Sunday, and I I think it's because there's UFC and there's a bunch of shit on that Saturday night. If that wasn't going to be on that Saturday, like their pay per views normally are, I was going to move heaven and hell to go see that. But yeah, the, I, I can't. Can you imagine the, the shit they're doing right now with Impact and New Japan and AEW? The talent sharing. The, can you imagine if there was a live crowd? For this, they'd no. be going nuts. It, insane. When, um, yeah. what's his name? Just two weeks ago when he showed up on AEW, Kenta for, yes. for New Japan. Now, I'm new to the New Japan. I'm not very well versed. I've looked at it. I've gone back and, you know, because Roku, yeah. Roku now has a New Japan channel. Um, yes. Where they have stuff where it's Wrestle Kingdom from last year. So I've been watching through that. I want to see this happen so bad. I want to see Jericho in the inner circle doing something crazy and they're beating the shit out of somebody. The lights go off, comes back on. Everyone's laid out except Jericho and Okada standing right in front of him. Yeah. I will lose my shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it's there's there's so the possibilities are endless, you know, and I feel like right now they're kind of starting small. Right. You know, and then eventually they're just going to start really, you know, turning up the heat. But I, I just got to really wish there was an audience for these shows because and, and it would be bonkers. It's, and I, I think it's going to happen this year. I mean, Daly's Place is already letting in, you know, a thousand fans or something like that. So, I mean, it, it, vaccines well, are coming out. Florida's numbers are, are way down, contrary to what you see on the news. Yeah. The, 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 it's okay. not, it's not the, the fucking apocalyptic kingdom of mad max here that you think it is if, i mean they had thirty thousand people at the super bowl so it's it's not very far off and they're right. and they're gonna let twenty five thousand people in for wrestlemania so i mean yeah it's it's swinging back that way so eventually when that happens you guys will have to get down here and we'll all go to an aew pay-per-view hell yeah what say what i know right <laughs> um well so that, that's good i'm, I'm glad glad that you're a, a, a wrestling fan as well it's uh yeah. so that being said, we wanted to come up with what movie characters would make great wrestlers. And I totally 
got this idea because I was listening to Busted Open the other day, and they, they they mentioned a couple names. I'm like, man, that would make a great list. So here we are. And because you're the guest, I'll let you go first, Dom. Oh, okay. Um, number five. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever seen Idiocracy. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? We live it day to day. Oh, it's one of my favorites. I've got to go with President Camacho. My God. <laughs> that is so- I mean, on point. That is <laughs> on point. That is perfect. Absolutely He's, perfect. I can see it working. I mean, it's just I, I don't know who to compare him to, but that is a that's a character. Well, and could you <laughs> um, imagine the entrance? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the um, did you ever see Gangs of New York? Um, not all the way through parts, but, but parts of it. But the Daniel Day Lewis character, yes. Billy the Butcher, for sure. Like he's like a. He's already got the name. Yeah, he's just so cerebral. He'd be like a Randy Orton, uh, Undertaker kind of character, yep. you know. Um, that this one, I think number three, would be uh, a a manager. Um, it would be he's like it would be a combination of of uh, Paul Heyman and um, and and Weasel Bobby Heenan oh. would be Leo Getz. <laughs> Joe Pesci's character. Jesus Christ. God damn. <laughs> that is fantastic. This guy's making us look like shit. No shit. The, okay, okay, okay. That's that's okay. fantastic. Yeah. Okay. okay. He'd be the most annoying character. You want to match right. with Hulk? Okay, 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 okay. okay. Perfect manager. <laughs> right. That's right. fantastic. Save save your last two. I I don't want you to spill the whole thing all at once. Okay. Greg, what do you got? All right. Five I, and four. I, I I actually went above and beyond this week because we have such an important person guesting with us. Fair. Um, I have I have the wrestler and their finishing move. Oh, so okay. boy. Okay, my number five, and this is much in the in the along the vein of the Undertaker, is Jason Voorhees, and his okay. finishing move is the sleeping bag. <laughs> Arguably the greatest slasher movie kill of all time. You just yeah. can you just imagine hearing the clang <laughs> off the post of a guy in a sleeping bag? Oh, that works. God. That right? works. That 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 is a good one. <laughs> okay. What's your number four? My number four is Sloth from the Goonies. Eighties, <laughs> eighties wrestler, and his fi- yeah. his finishing move is the nookie, the noogie, and he's drooling on you and waterboarding you at the same time. Oh. <laughs> Dude, how fast would you tap? Oh. Like you would tap yeah, instantly. Absolutely. It, whether the finishing it move not, part adds a lot to it. Oh, 100%. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, my number, and I'll do number three since he went three. Okay. My number three is Snake Plissken. Fucker. And ah. his finishing move is the eye gouge. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My, nice. I'm, I'm going to take that one step farther because my number five is a tag team. Okay. It's Snake Plissken and the Duke. Oh, nice. And the Duke's finishing move is the belly bomb. Because it's Isaac Hayes. <laughs> Absolutely. Dude, why not? Um, four for me was easy. It was Bruce Lee. Okay. From Enter the Dragon. Sure. Good enough. And his finishing move is the dragon super kick. Of course it is. Because you're, you're dead. This one I had to pick for two reasons. Both should be obvious. Is Gina Carano's character in Deadpool, Angel Dust. <laughs> and her finishing move is the Disney death punch. <laughs> nice because all of that shit aside her character in that movie terribly underused oh yeah i could watch her yeah. fight if you ever seen uh haywire i think that's her in haywire i could watch her kick ass all day long yeah 
amazing. So yeah, the Disney Death Punch. I mean, why not? Right? <laughs> Got to keep it on point. <laughs> yeah. All right, Dom. What, what, what's your number two? My number two is this would be a character that is like a million dollar man, kind of Vince McMahon type of heel, and it would be Biff from uh, Back to the Future. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Brilliant Nicely minds drawn. think alike. My number two is Griff Tannen. Oh, okay. the, the, the grandson. Wow. And, and his finishing move is the skateboard. So <laughs> we have a Vince and a Shane McMahon team right there. Yep. Ah, oh. Vince and Shane. That's, fa- that, that's fantastic. Wow, that's weird. We both, they're both at number two as well. Wow. Yeah, so my okay. number two, again, was instantly came to mind. It's Bane, Tom Hardy's. And his finishing move is the, spli- the, the spine splitter. Fair enough. Um, awesome. I had Bane on my list to begin with, but then I'm like, he's so far above anything else I could come up with. I just kind of yeah. left him off because yeah. they literally wrote that, in my opinion, like Bane was a wrestler. Oh, I just, I, I yeah. would want to see that for the entrance and the finish alone. That's it. Forget the wrestling. Yeah, good enough. Come to the ring, break a back, matches, bring the bell. Ding. I would like some hamburgers. <laughs> speaking right. of Speaking of that, have you watched the Harley Quinn cartoon? Hell yes. Awesome. God damn it. Oh, it's so good. My wife and I couldn't stop. Fucking Bane made me laugh so hard in that <laughs> show I couldn't stand it. It's, I just need a chair. It is <laughs> for what? Freaking genius. It is right? brilliant. It's like great I writing. Love, there's a scene, I forget where it's like, uh, Bane asks the Joker if it's okay that he slept with Carly. And he's like, yeah, but you know she has HPV, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so good. It's brilliant. Like you have to think that when this co- when this cartoon's being made and in this pitch meeting is happening, there's people at the table doing this. They're like, "Can, can, can we do this? <laughs> yeah, right. Are, are, right. are we going to be able to get away with this?" They're like, <laughs> "Fuck it, let it run." I want to be I want to be a fly on the wall for the initial meeting when that was pitched to the people from DC. Right. Right. And they were like, "Wait a minute. Wait a minute." Harley's a lesbian, and she tells everybody to go fuck themselves. Wait, wait, what? Hey, what just happened? What? What is this hey, DC? I'm, I'm gonna role play right here. It's not gonna be any worse than Justice League. <laughs> Run it. Very true. Sold. Run it. All right, Dom. <laughs> Dom, you're number one. Okay, my number one with this guy would be the most versatile. He could have. He could be heel. He could be a face. He could cut. A, he could be your funny guy. He could be your r truth funny guy, oh. and he could be uh, in a hardcore match easily. I think he 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 goes covers all the bases. Okay. okay, this is Ash Williams from Evil Dead. Oh, I mean that is fantastic. Got, you want a hardcore match? He's got a chainsaw arm. Yeah, he he can cut a promo that's hilarious and just tear you down and be completely self serving. Or if you remember in Evil Dead Three, he gives a rousing speech to motivate the troops. I don't, I don't see. I mean, he to me would be the best wrestler. He he's like a Hulk Hogan. He, he's <laughs> a good he's a good good guy and he's a good bad guy. Right. Nice. Right. All right. That's fucking awesome. Ash never even crossed my mind. That's enough, you prehistoric screwheads. <laughs> my number one is a tag team match. Okay. And I'm gonna see if you guys you you're gonna know one of them. Uh, the first one is a Morden Joe. And the second one is the humongous. Fuck. And that's the bad guy from Road Warrior and the bad guy oh, from Fury Lord, Road. Lord Humongous? 
they I I, I Joe think Immortus. It's it, it's it, they call it Immortus oh, Joe. Immortus Joe. I know who you're talking about. The, the, he was yes. the main bad guy with the mask. Okay. Holy cow! And the I, humongous. I, I, just walk away. Yeah. The humongous. His finishing move is the tea bag, and whatever he does, <laughs> whatever he does, he just has you on the mat and he just drops that giant cod piece on you. And Immortus <laughs> Joe's is the impregnator. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> That's wow. Uh, Fuck. Well, you wow. successfully stole my number one. Oh, damn it, man. But it's he's on his own, and it's the humongous. <laughs> and his <laughs> finish is the walk-away powerbomb. Just walk away. As a, <laughs> as a kid, Dom, that character Scared and that fuck line fucking terrified me. Loved that movie, hated that line. Lord Just. Humongous was what Sid was, Psycho Sid, uh, before he was with WWE when he was on the indies. Okay, that's what I was. Yeah, that's what I was referring to. Yeah, yeah. That, I remember definitely remember youngest. That's that's a. Dude, it might work better as a wrestler, uh, honestly, <laughs> and I, it still worked today. Yeah, it'd be oh, a yeah. better version of demolition. Yeah. Yes. Much yes. better version. I, I agree. <laughs> Which demolition was, was so weird. They were just a knockoff of the Road Warriors, is all they were. Right, a bad one. A a dollar store version. I would even go yeah. far, so far as to say. <laughs> And they pushed the hell out of it. It was so weird. It became like a... They wanted to so bad. Yeah, right. But, yeah. Well, Dom, I can't thank you enough. Uh, this has been a blast. Hopefully, this is not the last time we'll be able to talk to you. Um, th- yeah. This is, this is awesome. Um, we're going to start saving up so we can buy a championship. Um, <laughs> I mean, worth it, if you ask me. We One of the things that we had tried to start doing before the ugliness of this bullshit that said has descended upon our world happened was we were trying to set ourselves up to where we could go have a booth at a comic-con and nice. um just because i mean we you know we we can talk comics we can talk all that stuff if you've seen our logo i mean it's literally a comic book logo with some sports infused so right. uh hopefully maybe one day we're lucky enough we can share a booth <laughs> yeah hey. yeah you can do it i go to the actually i went two or three times to tampa bay comic-con oh it's in our backyard that sir. was the one that we were yeah. trying that we it's and right i and i got i got in i i had the idea too late um it took us a while to get rolling and set up you know money wise and stuff like that and i had the idea like two months before the comic-con and i was on the waiting list uh and then it ended up getting canceled so it didn't really matter right. but yeah. um i'll be all over it the next time i see one happening but and i, I yeah. do have the inside track on a pretty sweet deadpool suit so yeah I mean, yeah, yeah. Hey. If you're ever down here, man, you need to hit us up. We we can show you all the sites. We, yeah, we can I take love, you. We I can love take going you at Tampa we, Bay Comic Con. Imaginarium, the company that runs it, it's a great company. They do nice. shows all across the country. Wasn't right there, not too far from the, where they have the convention. There's that Cuban restaurant. Oh yeah, there's plenty there's of them. Pl- oh oh yeah. yeah, tons yeah. of them. And on a side note, if you can get Darren down here at the same time, we can go to the Mons Venus and figure out how to beat Borderlands Three. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. He's like, what? Yeah, okay. <laughs> He's checking orbit. He's checking orbits already. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um. I mean, what? Once again, Dom, go ahead and give your website and and where people can find you and get a hold of you and and buy your sweet stuff. Yes, everyone. If you're on social media, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at MessBucketComic, as well as MessBucketComic.com with uh, character descriptions, book descriptions. And a store where you can get all the, of your needs from the, the what is it, the mess bucket verse? The bucket verse. The bucket verse. The, the bucket verse. It's already caught on. It's already caught on. <laughs> <laughs> 
Awesome. awesome. Thank you guys. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I yeah. had a great time. Absolutely. Uh, any, we'll, anytime you want to shoot the shit or you got something you want to pitch, if you want if you want five people to hear about something new you got going on, <laughs> hop on the show. All right. <laughs> um, I honestly more than that. I would love to get a hold of you after the Justice League comes out and reconvene and talk about it and sure and and just break this stuff down. Maybe we can get um O'Halloran on there or McCarty or whatever and, and we'll God, I hope this movie's good. I so hope this thing is what is what too. I'm expecting. I mean, I I know we all are, but I just hope it's something that is so good that, you know, it just people can just go, okay, phew, thankfully it wasn't that bad. <laughs> just if it's good, just hopefully that studio interference just they lay off a little bit. It's gotta go away you know? at some point. Like Yeah. You know, it's I I can't imagine studios telling Christopher Nolan what to do. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's and granted he's got a lot more clout than most, but just we're gonna hire you to do a movie. You do your yeah. movie, we'll write the check and back the fuck off. You know what you know what the bottom line is though? The fact the fact of the matter is people get fucking weird when it's their money. Uh, I, yeah. I I'm an electrician, so I, I do a lot of stuff for, for people. I it's somebody says, Hey, I want you to do this, not a problem. This is what's gonna cost and you show up and they go, Well, should you do it like this? Well what what, what about if you do I I'm the electrician. Right, right. I, I know what I'm doing. Well, yeah, but 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 what if and 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 we're only talking about you know a couple thousand dollars at that point. I can't even imagine the right. fucking pucker factor on your sphincter when you're talking about two hundred and fifty million dollars. Right. So yeah. I understand it, but I I don't condone it. It's just I mean, at some point you got to look at it and be like, well, what'd you hire me for? Then? Exactly. You got to let me do it. Exactly. That's what it all boils. And down I to. have said that before. Look, I can do this, or you can do this. If you do it, you'll save some money. And I, yeah, you know, and you're not qualified to do it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. You want to electrocute yourself? You do it. Go ahead. <laughs> I just think they have to stop looking at it as a risk because, yeah, making making any movie is a risk. But look at Deadpool. They made that movie for sixty two million dollars. It damn near hit a billion. Right. And so, but what happened there? They let the writers write, and they let the actors act, and they they didn't get involved or get or interfere. Now, granted, they were forced to make that movie. Thank God, whoever right. air quotes leaked that footage. Right. I also think there comes a point with the studios too, and 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 it's a lot like what you do with being creative. They're looking for that thing that they can invent, they can buy low and sell high, and yeah. the market is so saturated with movies. Honestly. The, yeah. Before before the pandemic, there were movies coming out each week that were coming out, and I'm looking at him like, what What is that? I mean, we do a podcast where we talk about movies, like it. Right. And how many of them were worth seeing? A tenth, a twentieth, maybe. Right. Plus, you've got all the shit that's coming out on all the different streaming networks. There's like 632 streaming networks now. Right. I, I, they, I think they're spreading themselves too thin, and I think there's going to come a point here when we get back to normal. Where they're going to be putting these movies out, and these movies are going to be flopping, and I think you're going to see some companies start to, but that they're, could they're be, going to start to, to 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 pull back and say, well, this is a surefire thing. And that could be the upside to streaming too. There's less risk, you know. Yeah. Like, well, I don't know. Netflix is paying a hundred million dollars to have movies made for Christ's sake. So. Yeah, but Disney Plus is already or HBO Max. One of the two already has ninety million subscribers. Yeah. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. So, Jesus Christ! Ninety yeah. million subscribers. They just I they just, just want, passed just 90, ninety last week. I just want ninety. No million. Just <laughs> yeah, no, no shit. Right. All right. Th thanks again, Dom. We really appreciate yeah. it, uh, especially taking all this time to hang out with us. Yeah, I so unbelievably really awesome. appreciate yeah, thank it. Thank you so much. Uh, but 
we'll we'll definitely keep in touch and we'll, we'll talk again and you know you know I'll try and wrangle you up after the Snyder League or Snyder, the Snyder League verse movie comes out. Boy, I butchered that to <laughs> shit. Um, and we'll talk again. All right, boys. Thank you. Thanks, brother. Thanks, Tom. Take, have a good night. Take it easy. All right. That was awesome. amazing. That that was, that was fucking amazing. That was a good time. Didn't it had no clue he was gonna be willing to hang out that long, but goddamn, yep. I'm glad he did. Yep. Learned a lot too. Yeah, I did. The whole pro- learned, process of learning the comic, how learned, comics learned are made and bit. stuff. Super, du- super cool dude. Pretty uh, neat. Buy his stuff. Messbucket. Messbucket.com. Yep. All right, that's it. Our next episode that'll be coming at you next week will not be the special one. The special one's two weeks from now because it'll be our two year anniversary. We got a couple of special guests lined up for two that. Year anniversary. Two years. I bet you're tired of seeing this fucking ugly <sighs> mug, aren't you? Yeah, it doesn't feel like two years though. It doesn't. No. Does it? Does it feel like it's the one year anniversary of the 14 day take the top off the curve? No. No, it doesn't. Does it? No, but it is. It, no, it doesn't. <laughs> but it's fucking here, son. <laughs> um. That's all I got, buddy. That's you guys know all the pertinence. You know all the details. Hit us up. Support us if you can. If not, do something nice for somebody who needs it. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. I mean, the, the, that's the message I'll leave the uh, end this week with. Just don't be a dick. Bye, guys. Later. Let me tell you something about this monstrous Leviathan. Hand goes up. Please don't tell me that he's going to ask just wait. When does he kill the vampires? How you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less. I think we're just going to have to clockwork orange your ass. All right. Wow, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing the room down, Richard. That sounds good. I, was I can smell the freedom. He always buries something. Here's the precursor to this story. When I first it's like met a cat Nick. in a litter box. <laughs> All right, good one. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, you know, whatever. And now I have a son in that same infantry, literally, and it's it's just it's amazing to me.